Noughties. Hello and welcome to the Saddlecast on Sunday the 13th of November 2011. I'm your host Dan Crane. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Woo again. Woo again. <laughs> and Robert Kemp. I got nothing. <laughs> you couldn't even manage it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's literally got nothing. I got, I got none. <laughs> and I will commence blowing up the day. <laughs> Something <laughs> got right up there at that precise moment. Zach's got no nothing. <laughs> even that would have been slightly better, wouldn't it? If I'd have just gone. Yeah, it's like, and Robert Kemp. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a something. Yeah. I could have emulated it. <laughs> I should have just ready a belt for when I can't think of something. <laughs> How do you do that? Just get ready. Just, just. Uh, you swat, just take it. Take, 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 take a big inhale and swallow your air. That's all you do. You so. Ah. Oh great! Yeah. <laughs> right. Like that. that is a skill. <laughs> your cat is destroying something. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the faint sounds of destruction from the kitchen or some other area of the house. Hmm. So yes, this is a podcast about video games, <laughs> and we're talking about cat destruction. Yes. But perhaps we should talk about dynamic destruction in Battlefield 3. <laughs> or maybe we should talk about Sonic Generation. Or maybe we should. Or think? maybe Mortal Kombat. Or maybe there are many other things that we'll be covering in this podcast. But first, many more than that. <laughs> but first... The news! The news! <laughs> Let's do the news! Uh, what's going on in the news? News is going on in the news. Well, news for us is Skyrim came out because none of us are going to play that immediately. <laughs> well, that's yeah. I was wondering about that. So, amazing reviews for for Skyrim. You never played a Oblivion. No, none of us played Oblivion. No. Any no. Elder Scrolls games? No. Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> I thought you said Elder Scrolls. Uh, why is an Elder Squirrel <laughs> dispensing that knowledge to see? I man. think squirrels are underrepresented in video games. <laughs> Are they, though? There was Conquest Man Thursday. That was yeah. a game where the main character was, was a squirrel. <laughs> That's the only one. And, and, and there's more than one of those. One of those and, 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 no, there's only one Conquest game. I did that. Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 that, that is more than I've ever Squirrel, please. Daxter for PSP. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, I suppose you're right. And there was Mr. Nuts. What game was that? Yeah, there was there was a game on the the Genesis, and I think it might have came out on the Snes. See, squirrels do fine. Called Mr. Nuts. <laughs> But the, the Elder Squirrels, the Elder Squirrels, would be a brilliant game. Stop the dragons, <laughs> giant squirrels. You just need to be able to play as a squirrel instead of like a lizard or a cat. Well, you could probably put a squirrel's head on a human. That seems to be <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah, <laughs> they let everyone looks exactly identical body proportions, except they have weird different heads. It's Fallout Three. That's the thing. That's the one we have have had some experience of, right? You've yeah. played Fallout Three, and you really like Fallout Three, right? Sort of. <laughs> Like, you played it all the way through. Yeah, but sort of by accident because of the retarded ending of Fallout 3, where it's like... Oh, yeah. Once you get to, like, there's, like, three or four hours at the end where once you've started it, you can't not finish it. <laughs> they kind of on that when they added the... Um, yeah, but not really, because the the idea of that expansion at the end was to make it so that the end isn't just the end, where it just stops, and then you can't do anything else, and you have to reload an old save. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But that's what's annoying, right? No, what's annoying is it locks you into the whole end sequence once you get to a certain point. Right, and it doesn't tell you what that point is. No, not so really. You have no idea that it's coming unless you've read up <laughs> yes. on it or something. Unless you've saved frequently, so you can just reload one slightly before it. Yes. And then you can go and wander around. Well, this leads us to the uh, the big thing about Skyrim, doesn't it? In that its Metacritic scores are insane. I think it's averaging ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, well, on the results, but that's. 
No game does that. Yeah, they do. Zelda, maybe. Mario but... Galaxy 2 did. Oh, okay. Who's <laughs> played that recently? Anything that's not Nintendo's big hitters doesn't really do that. What about Modern Warfare 2? What was that? Um, they've never... You know, most games get... If they're lucky, hit the 90s. But not like 4% yeah. off 100% on average. Yeah, some of them do. It's, it's rare, but things like GTA did. How many um, How many actual reviews were there at that when you looked? Quite a few. Like, <laughs> loads. I don't know. I can't remember. Didn't I? <laughs> did there, there was there was enough to like like fill the little box they have in Metacritic. You're really free to fill that box. No, no, no. But really you know, they have the they have the recent reviews list, don't they, yeah. or something where they show one good, one medium. Oh, you know, I say one good, one medium, but they show like a selection from the good, the mediums, and the bad. There's only free in there usually, depending on how long they are. If it's just like a one one line review, then normally it fits a couple more in. You get like the game screen, and there's like nearly a page's worth. Oh, oh never mind. Well, you get but anyway. But anyway, yeah, there's, there was enough. Yeah. It wasn't just like a deal of few. Yeah, like, based on... They don't even give you a score if it's not got like at least five reviews four. or something. Or is it four? Well, still. But um, yeah, but my point is, is that <coughs> they've still given it that score on average across the board, given the fact that it is still Oblivion and Fallout underneath, bugs and all. Well, it must be amazing then. I know, <laughs> there's something... I'm not quite following here. But there's clearly something to it, otherwise yeah. they wouldn't be so uh, unanimous. The thing that gets me is, like, no matter how long ago it was, which can't have been that long, even if it was, like, a month that they gave the game to reviewers, that's still not enough time to review the game. Like, none of these people who've reviewed it have, like, finished it in any meaningful way. Like, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, no, they finished the main story. Like, yeah, they, sure. They specifically went out and said that they did the main story. They, they, did, just... they did a bit of discovery. But, yeah, you're right in the sense that I don't think any one reviewer could have possibly have done every part of well, content no. that's in that game. But I think they could have. That... Really? You're talking like 200 hours of content in this. Yeah, in a month. <laughs> I mean, even if you've got other games to review, if you're working at a day, like, nine to five, that's plenty of time. Really? You're, really? you're, you're talking 40 hours a week, amongst other things, including writing the review. <laughs> the, the writing part, yeah. But I think you could easily cover it. And if, if you liked it, you would leave. You'd play it at home. <laughs> and that's also <laughs> really. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not that. I'm that. Even as a gamer, I'm not sure. Well, it's like, what else are you going to do? I play other games. <laughs> no, I don't Wait, get that if, sucked into the same. You thing. don't, but you would if it was. You would though. There's easily people who will play Skyrim constantly for yeah. like. No, but people, finish it in four days people, or something. Yeah, most people who get into Skyrim probably won't play anything else while they're playing it. I would be surprised. It seems like on Reddit there's a lot of like Skyrim widow talk. You know, yeah. you know women, <laughs> you know, girlfriends who are just like completely. And the occasional case of the opposite. <laughs> I actually. When met, ladies play yeah, Skyrim. Not the opposite. No. Where no. it's like, I hate Skyrim so much I'm going to spend all my time with my girlfriend. <laughs> no, no, no. no, it's more like the girlfriend's playing. <laughs> Skyrim constantly and the boyfriend's like what the hell that would be cool <laughs> would it well, yeah, <laughs> I mean later if your girlfriend was around you go play something else well no because it, you, know, you had well, that's what, that's to spend the same amount of time on that's what all the widows are saying it'd be cool from a stereotypical awesome. sort of uh, you know an anti-stereotype kind of way though it's like ha the stereotype is broken it's the women that are playing this 24-7 I ha I'm sure there's plenty of women playing Skyrim it's very fantasy and uh, like that's quite Cut a universal geek appeal, hasn't you it? You can at least be a lady in this. I don't know about. I wouldn't have said it was a very womanly fantasy. Yeah, but it's a bit just... masculine, like murder these dragons and steal their towers. Yeah, but, you know, but it's more. I would say it's more gender neutral than like Modern Warfare Three. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. We still. I don't know. I still. 
think the game sort of has that bit of it puts a He-Man persona on you to a degree. It's like, skeleton yeah. warriors, let's go kill them. Yeah, but, I mean, what about freaking Xena Warrior Princess or, like, Bubba Vanglass, like, a freaking awesome lady, like, combat. Well, no, Buffy's a little bit different. I wouldn't put it in the same league, and it doesn't give the feel of being He-Man, does it? It's all about, she's still a high schooler at the start of it and things like yeah, that. Yeah, okay, know, bad like example. That. Yeah, that's a bad example. Xena Warrior Princess is just dumb anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, trials, blah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know then. There must be some. I don't know. Maybe Xena's the closest thing, but even that, I don't think that's got the same feel. I don't know. Anyway, presumably you can choose a, a, a female character. Yes, go. Yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway. Yeah, but that doesn't actually necessarily change any of the game. No, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, uh, it might have done if they've been clever about it and actually made that matter. But it's like in Fallout 3, where it's like, if you play as a woman, there's just like, there's one specific perk for men and one specific perk for women. Really? And they're basically the same thing, where it's like, it basically allows you to have super influence over the opposite sex. And that's it. It's like the lady killer, or the, whatever the opposite is. Man eater or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, that's not, it's like your gender t- makes no difference. <laughs> yeah, that's really dumb. Yeah. And those perks are terrible anyway, so you never take them. You always take whatever else is around that level, because you only have so many points to spend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I still don't. I understand that it's probably great, but I don't understand how it could deserve reviews of that high when they you know they're recommending that even console users do the the, the classic PC thing of keep multiple save files in case one goes the fuck wrong. It's like yeah, that, that, that's kind of bad. It doesn't do that anyway. <laughs> it's like there's always a battle between sort of scope and polish, and that's mm. why it's the most amazing games, in my opinion, are the ones that somehow manage to pull off both. Like, like a Grand Theft Auto that 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 doesn't have the scope of Skyrim, which is ridiculous. Mm. But it has. I say I don't know. <laughs> I think polished. the sort of people, are, you know, people models. I think look a bit odd. To exactly, me. they like, look weird. You know, they look weird. That's I, what I, I mean. I don't, I don't never got on with the. I don't know. Even the clips I've seen of the voice acting just sounds odd. You know, it feels kind of stinted in some way. It's not, better than it's not, it was. Yeah, it just it just doesn't seem natural. Um, the dragons which is weird. way cool. The dragons the do look awesome. And the, the snow does look and the awesome. snow just looks amazing. And the the things that happen in it look cool. And the little wind tufts and things look cool. <laughs> you know, like when they blow up snow and things. And that looks cool. Nice. And the way you can just get lost in retarded miniature, like growing cabbages and stuff, and then <laughs> carting them around, yeah. and, things. and you become really like yes. Because that's the sort of thing you'd but like. People no. do, yeah, because of your worm online stuff. Must get all the things. That would be cool if you could actually like do like a worm and have like build a whole house and have a garden and shit. It's like not, not if it's that. just some retarded like thing you could do somewhere in the middle of nowhere for no apparent reason. I don't know. I think it has some but, lot structure. But if it's all about building, mm, I'm not sure about that. People easily. don't walk through doors. They fade <laughs> that, out. That's all. That's still Fallout engine. That is. Today, what happens? They walk up to a door when, when and they just walk up disappear. Door, they just disappear. Fade out. And they reappear yeah. on the other side if you follow them. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they don't. Yeah, that, that's weird. That's really I mean, weird. It, especially if the area. I, I could sort of give it a certain amount of leeway, perhaps, if the areas weren't connected. If you know what I mean. If you couldn't like, what if there was like, if they were, like, like if there's a gap? <laughs> well, no. And if there was like a loading pause between the areas, I mean. Well, there's always but, a loading pause when you go through a door. It's just sometimes it's very small if it's going into a house or whatever. No, but I meant that that means that the, that, you know, like a hard cut loading pause, like it's had to load the whole area separate rather than an in-world load. 
There's a difference in how... It's, it's not like, like there the was Met- ever a hard... Although I, like I the guess Metroid load, the vault, if you know what I mean. Like a Metroid load is a world load where you shoot the door and it's loading while <laughs> in the background and then the door opens when it's ready. Does it do one of those? Or... No, I don't think so. I think every time you hit a door, it always loads, even if it's only a really short load for going into a small area. Okay, maybe that is the reason. Then maybe it's like a hard load, but masked. Like, like, it still doesn't necessarily mean that the NPCs the have to no. fade out. It's like they can walk through a door. Admittedly, you'd have to have like some kind of you'd have to fake a outside view through the gap because it obviously won't have loaded that. No, but. <laughs> That's not necessarily. I guess. I guess then you'd have the weird problem because if you were following them really closely, you you'd run up against the invisible wall because they'd be able to have an door opening animation, but you wouldn't be able to because you'd actually have to press well, it and load. Well, they could even sort of like stylishly mask it, like if it's the daytime, like have it so the door opens into a whiteout or something. <sighs> no, that is not stylish. <laughs> That's walk, just terrible. They walk into the bloom, or at night they just walk into the dark. It's already in the bloom, though, isn't it? But you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's still at least. It's not great, but it's still, it's at least a hell of a lot better than someone walking up to a door and fading out. Does seem a bit strange. That is a bit of an odd decision. Well, they're just, they can't, they're not bothering to chase the engine, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they were saying all this about a new engine, and then it's just... It's not. It, is, it really. looks way, it looks It's way probably cool. a nice graphics engine, but yeah. the actual game <laughs> engine, if you think, is probably fairly similar. Mm. Yeah. Which is a bit of a shame. But there's all kinds of little cool, things. Though. It's like Zach was complaining earlier about the melee attack looking a bit... Retarded. Yeah. And it does look like the entire <laughs> combat system for the game is basically spam as much as you fucking can. At just, the, uh, just sort of swing the and then hope that something's in the vague vicinity. I mean, don't get me wrong, so. there's a certain amount of target, but there's no... Like, I find, like, it doesn't RP... seem like targeting. It's not like you're choosing to hit any one person. It's just like anything vaguely over here. <laughs> you just swing and then you step backwards so you don't get hit yourself and then you go back in and swing, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> mm. See if I hit you know, right. I, I don't want so much that you know, they have added some degree of like you can a- approach the situation in your style. But even the reviews I've read sort of say that the variety, the combat variety, is basically determined by your want to mix it up. If you want things to go a bit differently, then it's up to you to pick a different loadout or take a different strategy because they'll all work by cool. the sounds of it. But cool. but th- th- that's not like, cool yeah. to a degree because it's like you want different scenarios to force you into different styles because it's kind of the puzzle element of sort of but then you don't want RPG that. combat but then you also don't want that because sometimes it's really annoying it's like their thing where it's like yeah. if you've been all stealth and then suddenly there's a fight you're fucked <laughs> don't get me wrong I, I do agree it's a careful balance there is a there is a certain you have to get that very you have to be very careful but I think in this in this case it sounds like they've just gone ah fuck it you know, it, it doesn't look, matter. <laughs> Do what you want. It just looks which is like... good. Which is good in one way, but kind of disappointing from a I don't know for a gameplay point of view. It's not really a game at that point. It's just like mash shit now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's I'm sort of interested. I'm, I'm kind of interested, <laughs> but then I sort of like read things about it, and I'm kind of not at the same time. And and I I don't. As I said before, I think my biggest complaint is not that I don't think it's good because I have no bearing of that having not played any of them before. But I have... We're kind of talking about uh, um, it, trying to raise our enthusiasm to the point of buying it, which is well, an yeah. interesting uh, uh, con- conversation, even though we don't know about the game yeah, as but, played but it. Yeah, but my major point is that I was I want to just bring up the fact that I don't get the reviews, because it seems like there's well, a reasonable amount wrong with it. But there's no way you can get the reviews without playing it, is it? It's more... We're more... Yeah, can you? It's yeah, like, well, it's weird because I haven't really sold you on like Modern Warfare Three or whatever. Okay, yeah, well, that's the same again. You can't, 
Well, here we go. This is yeah, but we this. have played that. We played Modern Warfare 2. I know. I played Modern Warfare 2, and I disagree with their reviews that they came out with at the time. I don't think it's as good as they said. Right. But there you go. <laughs> right, right, right. I, have, I, I, I talked down about this before, but it's, this is my rant about this. The Battlefield 3 review, right? If we're talking about reviews in general and how sort of weird they are. Yeah. The Battlefield 3 review... They decided to review uh, the campaign um, by being comparative with Modern Warfare, which is fair enough. That's quite a nice assumption. The games are kind of going for the same, sort of, you know, marketing themselves to fill the same niche. Because <laughs> of EA's foolishness. Yeah. Um, whether the game is or not. But they both have, like, COD-style campaigns. So they thought, okay, well, let's compare the two. And in the process of doing that review, most would come up with, okay, here's Battlefield's flaws. Ah, they seem to have accidentally copied all of the flaws that Modern Warfare has. Like, with some of the enemy wellness, some of the... Um, like, <laughs> you tend to just be walking from one weird fight to another with no real control sometimes of what's happening. 50% of the time you're in a vehicle, you know, on an on-rail section. Well, not so much in Battlefield, though. There's quite a lot of on-rail. Not really. If you're not on the ground, then you're mainly just in a very short car sequence before you get ambushed, and then you have to jump out. <laughs> I don't they know. Do it it, it, it feels they... like there's quite a lot to me. Do they there's... do that thing that they're doing in Call of Duty where it's like whenever you are r- running between areas, there's just a dude in front of you who's your commander, and it just says follow on top of his head. It does that all the time in Battlefield, but more that's more sort of <laughs> logical. Right. Battlefield. Good boy, he knows where to go. Yeah, because <laughs> there, there are actually slightly more, like, it's not just yeah, so much the, world, the corridor as the world as doesn't look said. as linear as it does in Ah, so it's actually helpful to have a guide. Yeah. Because you could go. Or the just wrong a thing way. that says move to here or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is incredibly helpful. But the problem I have with it is that, you know, as I mentioned there, they pick up on the flo- on the flaws that are sort of similar. Like the ability to sometimes, if you don't get it quite right, you'll just die in an instant. You'll have to be in the right spot at the right time some t- in some firefights because you'll just get instantly murdered because it's like, oh shit, I didn't realise there were guys coming around that corner well, because the game didn't tell me about it. There's also the instant and, fails. In Battlefield, because of the sequences, oh. like if you stand up before the covering fire in the sniper, in the sequence, sniper sequence, or if you're not behind cover when the aircraft does its bombing run, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. just instantly fail. But that's more acceptable because no, that's like they're a story okay. thing. They're, yeah, they're okay. They're, like the the plane sequence, for instance, that you talked about the bombing run sequence. That's pretty cool. That's quite a nice mechanic. How you have to keep diving between one side and the other of the cover in order to shield yourself from the run. That was neat. But as I say, all those problems are kind of shared by both games so then the modern warfare 3 reviews come out they don't mention any of these problems it's like they're just blinded by the michael bayness of the games and it's like oh explosions oh guns oh i can kill people (laughs) it's like i don't know they just seem to forget the fact that actually the core gameplay is just as flawed as it's ever been and still think oh yeah yeah we'll just give it a 10 out of 10 fuck you guys that's not proper reviewing that's like you're just that's, to me, it sounds like every reviewer is a fanboy. Last time I looked at the Metacritic, the user reviews were better for Battlefield than they were for Modern Warfare, so... Yeah, but haven't, you weren't you <laughs> But then that's that... way 0 and 10, so... Oh, Although, they're... actually, a lot of the, modern war- <laughs> a lot of the mod- bad Modern Warfare user reviews were rating it free, which was funny. <laughs> well, yeah, I noticed that. that sort of on... yeah. For Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the, yeah, the user reviews have been quite entertaining because actually, I wonder the majority of the complaints that have been coming across on user reviews are it's the same game. How have I not seen this for the last five years? Well, you also, know, there's the hilarious... I noticed that before, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, also, there's the hilarious thing of well, like the Windows version of Modern Warfare Three when it crashes. It says Modern Warfare Two has crashed. <laughs> oh, what like like because like, like, when... it's exactly the same engine and everything. Like when TF Two crashes, it's yeah, half like TF Two. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I don't know. I don't get it. From what from what I can tell, it's like if you like COD, it's more COD, which is fine. Uh, And there must be something in it because you know people buy it by the bucket. Rick was excited by it. Yeah, people seem to be. I mean, well, this is the thing. I was actually at the midnight launch at Tesco's because Kip has brought me down with it, (laughs) saying, "Where did you go?" Well, we came up with a plan. I didn't want to really buy it, but he didn't want the points. Because uh, oh. Tesco's were offering a, oh, right. if you buy Microsoft points, you get like fifteen pounds off the game or something bargain. Right. So, so I, I bought the points and Rick bought the actual game. But the annoying thing is, after standing in a queue for like yeah half an hour or something, I'm getting to the end of the queue and I'm thinking, should I just fucking buy it? <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> it's like, yeah. but I resisted. I was yes. strong in my will and was like, no, I'm not doing it this year. I'm disappointed. Most years I actually do this because I don't end up playing it as much as I want because. There's there's a certain part of my life that doesn't need the rage it induces. And you're just giving cash to like a massive. That's like that that made the most money of any entertainment product ever. Yeah. In on its first day, uh, so it's bigger than Star Wars, bigger than Cod Blops, which was the previous one. <laughs> Blops. I love Cod Blops. This is Cod Blops. <laughs> Have you not heard that before? No, I haven't. <laughs> Cod Blops. Cod like Blops. No, it's Black Ops Blops. Yeah, but it's Bops if you're really <laughs> no. dating it correctly. It doesn't really matter. You're using the whole word is... of Ops, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Ops is an abbreviation of operations, obviously. Yeah. And, it, would just, it would just be Codbo. If you're going to be really <laughs> oh, yeah. strict about it, it's just Codbo. Codbo, yeah. But Cod Blops is funnier. <laughs> Cod Blops. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, I'm... A bit of me still thinks it does look kind of good because the campaigns are always quite nice, but I know for a fact there'll be those three or four moments in the game where you just think, God, that's awful, and they ruin the whole thing. I still can't forgive Black Ops for that fucking Vietnam bit. The barrels. The infamous barrels. See, I enjoyed practically all of the game, but that bit just really... Because of that bit, I don't put the game in or try and attempt it on a harder difficulty level, or it's Mm. just like, I know at some point I'm going to have to do that fucker of a section, so I don't. And Modern Warfare 2 had a few of those where it's just enemy well sections, can't really deal with it, need to push forward. Or moments where you, your t- you know, the classic problems of your AI can't die, so they walk into a hailstorm of bullets, so you follow them because the instruction is to follow your teammates, and you do so and die immediately. And it's like, no, fail. If I can't do what my teammates are doing, then it's. But that uh, definitely happens in Battlefield, except... Oh, yeah, Battlefield's bad for that as well. Except there's not as much enemy wells in Battlefield. Normally, no, if you are. just hunker down and wait until Clever. all the enemies are dead, then you can just move up. Oh, that's yeah. good. But that's the trouble is, there is, like, one point in the game where it flips, and it's like, now you're not meant to kill anyone, you're just meant to run through it all, because for some reason in this bit, they're incredibly bad at shooting you. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, oh, wait, shit. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really tell you that you had to do that, did you? No. You guys just... both finished the... I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, I, I did. All right. I don't think you'd ever play it. Well, I had to, really. How come? Because it was... Because it was for it. Review, <laughs> review quality. Yeah. Fair enough. It's what do you think, though? It's, like, average. <laughs> it's you haven't right. even and played the card games, though, because you wouldn't I only played some of Modern Warfare 2 at one point. It's not as... Oh, 
a very small bit. It's not as slick as COD, and and that's purely on the way that it moves from scenario to scenario. Like mission ends are a bit harsh in Battlefield, as as the and there's loading pauses in Battlefield, which are masked by the uh, briefing sequences in COD. Yeah, that, that yeah. doesn't happen in Battlefield, so it's not as slick from a presentation point of view. I wonder how um, long they actually had to make the solo play because it must have been like a demand of EA. It clearly, wasn't the focus of development. Well, the dumb thing about day. it is that like they have this whole engine that lets you use all these vehicles, and then they don't use they that don't in the single player. Yeah, it's because <laughs> they get to drive the tank. Like yeah, a tank, and that's it. You don't yeah. get to do planes, buggies, LAVs, or any of the gadgets or anything. You don't get to mortar no. or nav or EOD bots <laughs> or any of the other things you can do. In and the tank's just that sequence from E3, right, is it? Well, it goes yeah. on a bit longer than that. Yeah. Right. Than the whole, than the, than the ridiculously long thing they showed at E3, it's actually longer. <laughs> yeah. I suppose they had to show that E3 because it was the only vehicle section in yeah. the play campaign, and it's the only vehicles are the only thing that are differentiating it from. It is a shame. They, it, it has the potential to, as Zach said, do quite a lot more with the concept, but they just didn't. And I it's, suppose it's actually quite hard to make are. a single player. Segment where you're in section. control of a vehicle and you're complete. Like if you're doing a helicopter section, yeah. that's actually really difficult to like make a yeah. like make you go from place to place <laughs> without having it be incredibly obvious that there's like invisible barriers. Well, I'm saying that it's not that the game doesn't sometimes restrict you with one of those "go here or you'll die" moments. Like you're outside the area of operation. Even, well, yeah, even but... in single player, that happens on foot on occasion. But it's I think generally it... the corridors are made. Like you're you're not really very often going to try and go outside the area operation by accident. Maybe no, on that generally. like that big open plane at the end, yeah, where it's like it just looks flat in all directions. Well, I think they should have at least had in like an, an infinite sea so that you could actually fly the jet yourself rather than sitting in the. Well, that would have been easy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Why <laughs> yeah. that particular sequence? Is it the... just because they didn't want to put off people that didn't want to fly the jet? The jet flying would have been so much cooler yeah. than the than the rail shooter that it ended up being. Because that looked like the coolest thing when I saw that screenshot. I was like, I am so totally playing that solo. It's one of the campaign. nicest looking parts of the game as well. Yeah, because it's in it's... a storm and then yeah, you're taking it's, off. It's if you properly could actually atmos- take off yourself. Yeah, it's, it's so properly cool. atmospheric and it's. Uh... I do have a bit of a, you know, and the, 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 some of the sound design isn't actually as neat as, I mean, I, I rave about Battlefield sound design last time, and it is fantastic, apart yeah. from the vocal bits. Well, <laughs> I, get, yeah. I get a bit fed up with the way they don't, because often there's repeating dialogue, I've noticed, in places. Like, I mean, it, and most games are suspect of this, but they'll say something as part of the briefing, and then two seconds later, someone will say the exact same thing as an instruction to you. Like, um, there's a bit where you're, um, in Iran, and you're going through fields, um, taking out Russians, as you do. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember what the exact phrase was, but there was something like, like oh, right, you guys, go over there and hide behind that veil, get some cover now. Uh, and then out as, as part of the huddle, and then there's like a hua bit afterwards or something. Then you all run out, and you get into the field, and you get your positions up. And then that guy just says it again straight away. It's like, oh, we need to go over there and get out of, the, get out of those things, roll out. And it's like, no, 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 you just said you that. You just said that. <laughs> that might just be a bug. That happened a lot. Because I did have one time where it played a, it played the inter- interrogation cinematic at the start of a mission. Then it went in, went into the load screen, loaded the start of the, like, it it doesn't load straight into into gameplay, it loads into like a in-game cinematic thing. 
when you're like lying down and looking at something. Yeah. <laughs> and it like it played a few seconds of that, but there was no sound. And then it suddenly decided it wanted to play the sequence again. <laughs> so it reloaded the sequence, <laughs> played the sequence again, and then went back to the bit it was just at, and then got it right, where it was like, oh, right, now we can actually continue. And I was like, okay, that was a bit weird. <laughs> I thought it was just like some weird element of the flashback that there was no sound, but then I then it reloaded it, and it was like, oh, that was uh, a retarded bug. That's <laughs> so horribly wrong there. That's quite funny. And some of the other bugs were hilarious. I, I've got a almost. That's a way to thing. I, I've, I've encountered, and this is the last bit of the campaign I played, a fairly large game breaking glitch, actually, to the point where it means I actually can't uh, go forward. Um, and I've looked it up online. Um, and if anyone's looked up the pool house and the ending of that scene, trying, I'm trying to be spoiler free here. Um, <laughs> the cutscene at the end of it. Which is a sort of big turning point for your character, I guess. Sort of. Doesn't bloody work. Why not? I can't do the thing that I'm supposed what, to you do. You can't push the button. And I can't. It, it, just, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> I spent some time. It's like because I thought, right, I'll do it again. It's like, right, did I do something wrong? Maybe that wasn't the action I was supposed to take. Um, essentially, some guy is shouting, "Get on the ground! Get on the ground!" So I thought instead of doing. The immediate action, which would be like shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. Oh, actually, maybe I will try and get on the ground. Maybe that's what it's prompting it's me not to talking do. Talking to you, like he's talking to the other guy. Yeah, but that didn't work either. So it's like oh, maybe I'll just. So, so and then I did. Um, the third, I tried it two more times, and then both times it's like right. As soon as it gets to that bit, just mash the button and then hope that I get the timing right for what it means. Yeah, that didn't work either. I um, did it totally accidentally. That was another one, like the end of Falcon 2, where I just like I automatically just pushed the button <laughs> before it even really indicated what I was meant to do. Yeah. So it's yeah, that was a bit irritating. I I can't seem to get past that point. And there were people saying, "Yeah, I tried this ten plus times before it finally worked." And uh, there was other. Um... Well, it's a bit annoying because some people say that they have to restart the level, and because it's like. A flashback bit tacked onto the end of a level that means actually doing the entire level again to get to that point um, in theory which is I don't know isn't that bit isn't that bit separate because you, you there go is a, through it with the Russians there is a briefing section there is a briefing section separated and you go back to the checkpoint at the start of that bit which means you do have to put up through that entire speech before you get to the moment that you can try and get out of which is quite irritating itself that means you've got to wait for about a minute or two before you, the moment actually comes up I guess. Um, I didn't think that speech was But that then, long. if you restart the level, you go right back to the start of the level. Apparently, well, the, the, whole, start the, the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole villa. That um, seems ridiculous. Although, in, in its defence, it's probably one of the coolest missions so far. I've enjoyed that one. I don't know. It was a bit like at least it's one of those times where you actually go off on your own for like a minute. Where yeah. you're like, I'll go upstairs and you guys can stay downstairs. I don't know. I might have convenient AI to cover me the whole time. Yeah, as I said last time, I felt that bit in the office section. Like the actual sort of fairly simplistic on foot combat has actually been two of the highlights of the campaign. Well, the, like it's like the office section as well is the same thing where it's like you actually go a different direction. Yeah. It's like you actually have your own thing to do. Yeah. But to, to be fair, just playing as the Russians in general seems to be like the best bits of the game so far. There's nothing special about them. <laughs> well, no, but they're somehow more enjoyable. I don't know what it is. I guess it's just not, it's slightly different scenarios. You're not just shooting more military dudes. Oh, God, I just had a thought. The worst bit is. They're the most cod-like sections in the game, in, a, in their own way. I don't know, maybe. Oh, man. Well, I, guess, <laughs> I guess they are sort of more corridor I've just let myself down. <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel bad. The guilt is setting in. <laughs> Call of Duty can be great sometimes. It can be, yeah. Yeah. Also, Battlefield 3 is impossible hard. Yeah, yeah. 
It's impossible. <laughs> pretty much. It's like I played through. I died immediately, pretty much immediately in the first bit in like when you get in that subway train. I died several times getting through that, which is only like the pre, like the prologue sequence. The pre-credit sequence. <laughs> and it was like, oh fuck. And so then I went into the first mission and it was like, okay, maybe I can get the hang of this. And then there was a bit, there's a bit where you have to like, Run up onto an overpass and get a machine gun to just like murder all yeah. these dudes in the street. And, and every time I just run up there, I can't even make it to the machine gun before I get shot and so, so much that I die. And you can't lie down because the cover on the side of the bridge just falls off as soon as it gets shot. So you can't avoid the bullets that way. It's like, I can't even run fast enough to get to the gun. I'll be honest with you, actually, yeah, even in normal mode, I think that's probably been the hardest part of the game. Just because you said, because like, precisely those problems, they still affect you. Yeah. It's, it's a nightmare. You can make it in normal, just about, but you can't in hard. It's like Jesus. It's can you just... not just pick up, just not pick up the gun, or does it force you to? I don't know because it has a marking on it that yeah. says you have to go and get it. Goddamn markings on things saying you have to do things. We have to complain about that later. You probably could. I don't know. I think maybe if you lay down at the far rear of the bridge, you might be in cover, even if the front bits of the bridge get knocked off enough to crawl to the gun. But that's not good. <laughs> Give the enemies lots of time to move up and then you're fucked because as soon as you pop up you just instantly die. <laughs> On another note for all you PC Battlefield 3 glitch lovers out there, <laughs> um, NVIDIA have released new beta drivers to fix all the problems I basically talked about last time, like the view juddering and the uh, shitty shadow textures and uh, all that stuff. Unsurprisingly, it works! Right. They're pretty much all fixed. Um, the HUD still jiggles when you turn. I knew it'd be worth waiting till after launch. So no actual patch for the game. It's yet, not though. a game patch. No, Nvidia just no. patched their drivers to do, to deal with it. Um, they need to hurry up with their game. I've patch. got Radian anyway. Have you got Nvidia? Yeah, I'm the only uh, ATI. Yeah, game. it didn't affect DX11 Nvidia's. It was only DX10 Nvidia's that had problems. Um, and apparently they're pretty much all fixed, including a slight performance boost, according yeah, to the nice. yeah, That's what they always say. Yeah. Like, I know. Video. It'll be like a slight, you know, they say, they say it's like something up, up to 15%. <laughs> it's like, yeah, bollocks. So I've probably got like one frame across my entire playing, <laughs> across the entire five hour session that probably shouldn't have been there in the last batch. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. So yeah, download that now. It, it's good. It works. It's actually made it so I can run late drivers and the game doesn't complain that I have shitty drivers when I launch it now <laughs> sweet <laughs> yeah even though they are still in beta though so well yeah you'll have to it complains around. if you don't have beta drivers basically <laughs> yeah you'll have to hang around for a bit if you want another official release hmm. but get it it's much better upgrade your drivers if, if you upgrade. have an old ass card <laughs> old ass it's not that old <laughs> So other news, what else we got to talk about? Skyward Sword? Oh, uh, yeah. So, it's well, out, I guess. On things. It's out. Or uh, at least the reviews are... I don't know if it's actually out. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's out. So, speaking of reviews... Reviews! Um, Eurogamer, I think they're probably my favourite text reviews on the internet. I like their reviews. I like to... With, like, you know, other sources. Critic. Sorry? Eurogamer. Oh, Eurogamer. Because they have a British perspective. Yeah, they're okay. They say Euro, but it really, they're, they're based in Brighton. So they're basically like alumni of the old PC Gamer and that crowd, basically. Even though they're not affiliated with Future Publishing, mm. so they're not like Games Radar. Speaking of which, Future Publishing has, the CEO and CFO have both resigned. No, yeah, really? Yeah, the whole thing's going down the pan. Because everyone's getting things on the internet. What a surprise. But, yeah. uh, uh, so, but they're going a bit edge, I think, Eurogamer, given that they gave um, 
They, well, they gave Uncharted 3 an 8, and they just gave Skyward Sword a 10. And they gave yeah. Sonic Generations <laughs> a good review. Well, that's okay. Better than average. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, but like, it's going yeah. a bit, like, that's a bit odd. Yeah, but you know how I feel about Zelda reviews. That's the same problem. It's the same bloody game, just with a few tweaks. Hmm. Well, Most that... of the changes in Zelda are usually stylistic than gameplay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in... Uh, Skyward Sword. They, he basically said that the guy who produces Zelda games now, like uh, I can't remember his name, but I, obviously he took over from Miyamoto after Ocarina, and then in Wind Waker he pushed into a different direction, mm. right? And got a bit put lam- his personal stamp yeah, on it. His personal stamp on it got a bit lambasted for that. Uh, even though Wind Waker's a great game, at the time people were a bit annoyed. Yeah, a lot and of then, people still hold it as one of the best simply because it yeah. is such a well, it's become better in with with hindsight, I think. Yeah. Uh, Wind Waker. So then he like then completely emulated Ocarina of Time with Twilight, Twilight Princess, Princess, and yeah. now he's finally found his feet. That's what he's saying. It's like this is is unique and it's his own style, but it's uh, you know. Well, it's quite no. It's not really. <laughs> see, this is where I, I think Wind Waker was hybrid, his style, though. and I, I absolutely believe that Skyward is a hybrid because they've taken the Twilight Princess modeling look. And, well, and then just applied the, the cell shading to it. Maybe, in terms of the visuals. But I don't know, I think the visuals look quite cool. Uh, although... They're alright. I think I prefer Twilight Princess's style. As opposed to Wind Waker's style? No, it's not that I don't mind Wind Waker's style, I just thought it was Twilight better was... In when it's fully, when it's got the models of Wind Waker as well as the... Celtic, yeah, I mean, rather the, than the, having the models from Twilight Princess with the Celtic. Yeah, but it's not Waker. literally like that. They have been designed <laughs> with the actual style they are in mind, obviously. Well, it is a coherent... Extent, but... I think it's a coherent design, uh, or visual look. It's probably more, it's more coherent pastel. with some of the old... with the SNES iteration. Yeah, it's more like a no, carmine. <laughs> How are you making that coherent with a SNES game? Well, no, 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 but you know what I mean? The sort of pastel colour look, look yeah, is more kind of the past. a bit more... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like if they hadn't gone for the sort of semi-realism look back in, in the N64 days. I mean, I know the N64 wasn't really capable of it, but they were sort of yeah. <laughs> somewhat going that way rather than trying to cartoonish stylize it like the old games were. Perhaps if they hadn't done that whole step, then I'd have got behind like the new games a bit more, and they probably would have gone a Skyward style originally if they could. Yeah, but I they've think. got... Where they are now, I don't know looks quite nice. And also the fact that it's a big meaty game. It's a proper 50 hour adventure, you know, because the trend is not is against that. Because they didn't cut out half the dungeons like they did Wind Waker. Exactly. Not that that wasn't really long anyway, just from the ridiculous travel time. The fucking travel time. <laughs> it wasn't just the travel time. I didn't mind the travelling. It was the It was a bloody... cool mechanic and everything. Yeah, but Travel around. Yeah, but it's like it had this cool music and you were travelling around and then there was constantly some threat so the music would change because there was some <laughs> fish that was like Yeah, like a shark or something. And it was like I could never get them to fuck off and it was so annoying if those did just disappeared and I could just relax and sail I would have enjoyed it so much more but they were like no we've got to keep this interesting we'll have some random shark appear and it's change like, the music it's just like you always have to have the boa crit so you can just, as soon as it goes you just go lock pow right people <laughs> can you get rid of them instantly if you fairly quickly if, okay. you, if you get if you, it, it's still a bit tricky to give it to lock on when you're in the boat because of the weird way that yeah. it's like you're not free looking around or whatever so this one sounds kind of cool because it's got like 
it's got the underworld, which is presumably Hyrule, which yeah. is all fucked up. But at any time, you can just return to the sky and just fly like, around. What's in the sky? It's so like, it's it's like, like the... there must be even less than Wind Waker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. Just little islands, but it's nice, and which have mini games on and shit. So, like, I don't know, fishing island or something. <laughs> and, and you've got Skyloft, obviously, the town. But will, but will it be a fishing island where you fish for, like, skyfish, <laughs> or will it be, like, a completely enclosed, like, pool in the middle of an island? That'd be great if it was a hole and you could, but there are birds, so presumably there are aren't skyfish necessarily but uh skyfish but that's kind of a hybrid isn't it you've got the wind waker in the sky but you've also got the land below yeah but the land is presumably just dungeons mainly i know is it i haven't played it i would guess it can't be because this game is huge so there (laughs) must be other there must be shit everywhere i get the feeling they might be trying to do the in a way do you think it's a bit of a sort of a, a, a cross another hybrid if you will of Twilight Princess and Wind Waker in the sense that they've gone for the Twilight Princess style two kingdoms um, approach yeah kind of like you know you've got the sky and you've got the ground and then because the conflict involves both you'll have to use both to your advantage so there'll be elements of the Switching. entire game in each section well now I heard that it's got time travel but un- in- instead of flicking between one time and another like, you, you did that quite deliberately in Ocarina, didn't you? You yeah. had to go to a certain location. Instead, it's got, like, fields of time and stuff. So you, well, it, it mixes it, the time zones in one dungeon. So you can have, like, a bubble of time around you where you're in the past and the rest of the dungeon's in the present. Well, it stuff. kind of had that idea, sort of, in Wind Waker. Because there was the Templar time where you go into it and it's literally in the past. It's just, like, in a field. Yeah. And then, like, things stop. And then it's like, oh, look, you've freed the time flow and then everything starts yeah. up again or whatever. It's for puzzles and stuff. But that sounds kind of cool. And the, sword, and the sword stuff does sound pretty cool with the motion plus I might be stepping on uh, eggshells here but what's your thoughts on it reportedly being the uh, first Zelda in the timeline <laughs> yeah that's weird that they that they decided to come out and say that before the game came out Ocarina time. is the first Zelda rather than letting everyone decide it's clearly it's clearly Ocarina I don't know that's what they always they're, they're sort of going for the fact that yeah. you know, Link is only just meeting Zelda in this or something yeah but he always is only just Zelda. meeting Zelda I know I know but and he's sort of old in this one Oh, yeah, but that, that doesn't happens. mean anything either yeah. because like, it's a different person. I know, but they're probably. supposedly exploring the relationship other than just saying "save me, Link." But it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. I don't know. Well, it's like a proper love story now, which sounds cool. similar. Yeah, it's like, like from what yeah. from what I understand of the story, so it doesn't really make necessarily make sense for it to be because it's like the humans on the land get shoved into the air by. The, maybe goddess. by the goddesses, but not by the goddesses. It's some goddess of some kind. Yeah. It's like, but then the, the whole point of Ocarina's story was like the goddesses were there and they created this whole world as it was. As there it was, was no, there was not this bit where you get the humans thrown up in the air. That must have happened later, surely. Exactly. Yeah. I think Ocarina has to be the first in the timeline. Fuck it. It's all Ganon. Well, yeah. It's all his fault every time. It's all Ganon's fault. What's, the realm What's he going to look like this time? That's the question. A dick. <laughs> as long as he doesn't look I mean, like a giant physically. pig again. Well, he's got it, though. Yeah, but they've got to make it cool. Because they've got a cool, kind of weird, slightly camp villain for this one, haven't they? With, yeah. with like, white hair and shit. To be honest... Was... Emo guy. <laughs> yeah. When does a Zelda cool. game not had camp? enemies to be honest they're, like, they're, well, all, they're all kind of camp in their own way like Twilight Princesses is like super camp when you like actually start to fight him at the end he seems menacing oh, until you meet you him the actual Ganon yeah well yeah. Not, not the actual Ganon but even the, the other guy the sort of guy with the long sleeves and oh what you mean the wizard dude yeah he's a bit camp 
Yeah. <laughs> Wind Waker is filled with emo really, angst. He doesn't really have a personality at all, as far as I can tell that was a dude. He's just sort of generically evil. <laughs> yeah, and he had a weird ass voice as well, didn't he? That was kind of <laughs> I just remember it being quite nasally and a bit like that's that's not really scary at all. I don't remember his voice being that ridiculous. Unless that was later on, after he becomes less menacing. Mm. He's quite menacing when you first meet him the few t- first few times with Midler and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the campest villain in uh, in Ocarina probably Twin Rover or something with two witches or something. Yeah, I don't know. basically but they're pretty hard though. <laughs> Not necessarily. kind of because that's quite a late dungeon, late boss, isn't it? And you have to fight them like because they were what two different colors, weren't they? Yeah, and you had to fight them with ice and fire or something. I can't remember. No, I can't. Remember. Anyway. <laughs> Yes, but I'm intrigued. Uh, I can't play because I haven't got a Wii, let alone a Motion Plus. Uh, so whether or not I can borrow that at some point, or I, you can't hook that up to a monitor, can you? You need a, D, a DJ box or some shit. Yeah, only I don't have com- a TV. I'm basically screwed. I can't play that. Best you have is component out yeah. of the Wii. <laughs> yeah, and I can't plug that into a monitor. So you need a deli. I'm stuffed for the time being. So that will be a. Le- I, instead, I will play Twilight Princess. <laughs> Yeah, well, you should finish that first. <laughs> yeah, and get 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 back to you on that one. But uh, we need to divvy up some games. Are you going to play Uncharted Three? Because I think you should, because it's freaking amazing. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping on getting that as a present. So that <laughs> so that'll leave you about five days before we have to do a game of the year. <laughs> no, 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 no pressure there. No, it's, I think like we're in trouble when it comes yeah. to like holiday releases. Anyway, that we should probably we should probably make a rule for certain ones to say whether or not they actually. Like have a cutoff point or something, whether they should count towards this year's game of the year. <laughs> you're no, you're just saying reviewing you the best games of the year on the next year, and like from memory, when it's like I played this an entire year ago, and now I'm having to remember it for the game of the year. That's why, like, games... but that's why the, the best ones will be in your memory. <laughs> They'll be emblazoned on it for your entire life. <laughs> I, I think for our game of the year awards, games that come out in February have an inherent, like Mass Effect Two, have an inherent advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? Yeah, because we've had time to play them and they're still within the bracket of the year. Yeah, but they're also getting so long ago that I can't really remember that. I mean, I can. We didn't I can remember the end of that aspect of it. That's all that matters, I guess. But game, <laughs> I can remember the story. But the games that were in contention were like Mass Effect 2 and Red Dead. And, and um, what else was it? Oh, Halo Reach. That was Super the later one. That was the later one. But those two were early year. Like, Red Dead was like March or something. Yeah, I don't know if that... <laughs> necessarily helps it's, it's like middle of the year would be the best time for our game of the year but unfortunately nothing oh. releases there so. except Deus Ex that's what came out in the kind of middle yeah. sort of for us Late so, middle. yeah uh, yeah so uh, yes so are you going to play uh, Skyward Sword maybe but I'd have to be bothered to look at the Wii again <laughs> Or just look at it it's so down it's so inconvenient yeah. in it's positioning yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I just can't stand to look at you anymore. You've got it just sitting there. No, no. It's waiting for it's you. mocking me every day. <laughs> With its one good game that's just yeah. come out. <laughs> and you Ding. Don't, you're not Ding. even a Zelda fan. Uh, well, I liked Twilight Princess. That was good. I know, I know. It's a good game. It's, it's my favourite of the lot. I think, <laughs> I think there's potential. It's a favourite of like, the two that you've played. I played Ocarina. <laughs> And Wind Waker. Yeah, that's why I was talking about three. Yeah, the no, it's about three. Actually. I'm not sure if I've actually ever played the SNES one. I played um, <laughs> Link's Awakening on the Game Boy Color. 
Yeah. Link's Awakening DX. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty sweet game. Uh, with Bow Wow, is it? Or Chain Chomp? No, ba- Bow Wow. Yeah, it's Bow Wow. It's Bow Wow and Zelda and Chain Chomp and Mario. Little Bow Wow. Yeah. Some rapper. No, those, you know, Chain Chomps. Oh, okay. Chain Chomps <laughs> appear in Zelda and they're called Bow Wows. Okay. <laughs> For some reason. It's some kind of Miyamoto cross thing. Cross cross franchise joke thing. They should have, they should put Bow Wows into uh, everything. Into the news I'll give to. That'd be amazing. Maybe if, they have. Maybe. I wonder how you'd defeat that with the Motion Plus. You'd have to wait until its mouth is open and swipe like horizontally. <laughs> I think I find Chain Chomps. I think I find Chain Chomps a new enemy type in the uh, Gears of War Horde mode. <laughs> That'd be yeah, freaking amazing. <laughs> just sort of jump across the landscape. Bullet Bills of Doom. No. Mario Horde mode. That'd be amazing. That would be it's cool. Like, shit, the Gumbo Army is coming. <laughs> you just imagine that. That'd be great. <laughs> shit, yeah. They should do that, basically. <laughs> oh, in the next okay. Mario game. A yeah, horn mode. Horn mode. That'd be incredible. And four players. But maybe, maybe Luigi and Mario and, like... Mario. Yeah, and two other guys. Yeah. <laughs> Mario would be invi- invincible, though. Yeah. No, he wouldn't, because he got rid of that ability ages ago, I somehow. All right, okay. Because he lost his powers. Sold yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> He probably had some oh, ingenious wow. invincibility amulet or something that he sold for cash. Well, he sold it in order to form his uh, WarioWare cup startup, I guess. Oh, I think he might need probably had that money from just all the shitty treasure that he got over the years. <laughs> that he hadn't gambled or drunk. I don't know about gambling or drunk. <laughs> Wario is such a reprobate. <laughs> right. He just wants treasure. <laughs> So speaking of Deus Ex, all I've done is beat that boss. Fuck that boss. <laughs> was, that boss was easy. Because they give you the homing bullets in hearts with directly before it. Really? And then even if your view is totally fucked up, you just go, aim generally in this facility, hold that button. <laughs> uh, where do they give you the enhancement? Like, it's in one of those rooms just just before it. Oh, do they? Okay. I didn't have the... I don't have a combat rifle. Well, yeah. I mean, if you didn't have that, you would have problems, I guess. I didn't, because I'm going stealth or whatever. And yeah. I and I stupidly fell for the stupid trick yeah, as well. Course. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know someone at work who's been playing it, and he didn't fall for it. I was like, it's a thing on your radar. It says go and do it. Why are you going to not do it? And then I went to do it, and then it was like... Uh, it, I went to do it, and it was like, "Oh, okay, this is pointless, but I'll do it anyway." And then it, and then it was a pre-rendered cutscene, and you're like, "Well, this is clearly important for the story." So, (laughs) but it is, but not in the way you think. Exactly, it's like, well, obviously, it will. It's worth me having done this because it will matter in the future. I didn't think it would matter in like a like a uh fuck you way. But then, of course, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Where it's like. Oh, oh no, my, I'm, to, I'm totally fucked. I'm like, die here. Yeah. Oh, you're right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> just injected. But the problem for me was I had my get out of boss fight free card typhoon system that didn't work at all. Yeah. Because it got completely disabled. You could just use the, the glitch and done it. What's the glitch? It's, it's like if you stand against one of the, wall, the separating walls. Yeah. 
where he jumps, he jumps over. over. If he lands in front of you, there's like a split second where you can do a takedown and it just instantly kills him. Yeah. Because you're not meant to be able to do a takedown. That's what I needed to know. Eventually what I did was, I thought, I, I eventually thought of a deus ex solution to the problem, which was go all the way back up into the base, find a turret, hack it, bring <laughs> it all the way it. down, <laughs> which totally worked. Naturally. Yeah, but what happened was, uh, so you come out of the, uh, the elevator and then you have to drop the turret because the moment you walk out, it immediately to- creates a sequence. Yeah, yeah, creates a sequence. So I had to then run back to, to where the turret was. And then there's kind of, there's a dividing wall that the turret is facing. Uh, head on and I had to get him to keep flipping over that wall until the turret shot him right. so I was at the end of the wall sort of strafing back and forth <laughs> getting him to jump over and over the damn thing and trying not to get killed until the turret managed to shoot him enough and then I managed to fi- finish him off with a pistol I think but it was like god damn it took ages as well it was like this is just shit and like I went to all this trouble of getting this like typhoon system and then they just trick me into like the typhoon system was a cheap out anyway I know but I needed a cheap out because the bosses I don't want to even play if I could press a button but the other ones were easy the other bosses yeah the other bosses were like not difficult I'm not saying they're difficult they're just not fun so how does this get a boss free card work no it's not really it's just a it does tons of damage and it staggers yeah, the typhoon system is just you. That's the explosion. Yeah, you explode basically, and once you upgrade it and use the, uh, you, you just have to get up to them and press it, and then it takes about two for most bosses, doesn't it? Yeah, and you, they just, they just, yeah. Oh, because what once it's happened, as you say, they're staggered, so you can run away or whatever, or just do it or again, just, <laughs> or just shoot them in the head a few times, or just do it again. Yeah, exactly. Once you've got. A battery. You just eat a Mars bar at that <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> In the middle of the Mars bar, it's like, oh shit, I need a Mars bar. Eat the Mars bar, press it again, and you're done. Uh, which is uh, handy. Uh, uh, because I don't want to play boss fights, because they're lame. Mars bar's getting a lot of advertising off Deus Ex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they brought out a Cyber Boost Pro Energy Bar. That would be quite a good... You but know, that, like they but... did the Final Fantasy potions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and various other stupid food products, like the Eve one. Yeah. Eve had a food product? Quaif the drink. Quaif? <laughs> Quaif. <laughs> which, which in the game lore is somehow made out of garbage, so don't think about that. Is it, supposed to be a, <laughs> is it supposed to be a play on Quaff? Or Probably. Quaif. I quaff my Quaif. <laughs> I want a pack of Quaifers, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Enough of that. So, and then, yeah, I, I saw the sequence after that and stuff where you're in that white room. But you get some nanites. Yeah, but you get the nanites injected into your face and then. <laughs> it's a very Metal Gear solution to the problem, though, isn't it? It's like, what can we do? Injection! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's totally not explained at all. She just happens no. to have these nanites handy, but exactly set up to do the exact thing that you need. That, at that you time. need, yeah. And, like, I thought nanites were, like, in the future, as in. in well, no, but that's the whole point of this. It's like yeah, it's yeah. building up. It's like, now we've developed nanites. Now we're getting to the actual original Deus Ex point of technology, kind of, <laughs> sort of. Except you're still way cooler than, like, Dr. Herman or, or Anna Navarra in your augmentations. Are you supposed to be, like, uh, an early augment? Then, yeah, or? you're supposed to be early, like 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 those two, aren't you? Sort kind of. of. <laughs> or you're the earliest, really. And then you're not covered in weird blue shit. Well, it's like you're, you're. You do look a bit weird. I mean, like your oh, yeah, arms you've got, are you've got, you've fake. got like, yeah, you've got, you got some like black hexagonal lumps in. Yeah, <laughs> but it's the, the whole. It's like the whole idea of the story is like you're actually the first person who conveniently doesn't reject their orientation. That's right. Yeah, it's like you're, you're, but the basis for all these futures guys like Gunter and all that lot. 
And then the spoiler is that it's because... Yeah, yeah. because of your stupid genetics and shit. Yeah, anyway. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Which is... Retarded <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not really following the plot that well. I don't care about it as much as so. I Well, of course, that, the, the best thing about it, which I guess you haven't got to because you still finished the game, but the best thing about it is, of course, that it doesn't actually matter even slightly. No. It's like that whole plot point of finding out that you're the, like, yeah. genetically modified or whatever, that has totally no, no influence on the ending. <laughs> Great. And it's uh, just a little bit of uh, character development for yourself, which... Uh, you which, if you weren't, mean, like, reading emails and shit, you might not even notice, I guess. Nah. But I thought that trick thing was really cheap. Yeah, I had the homing bullet. Uh, yeah, next time I'll play combat, and I'll, or if when I play again, yeah. I'll, I'll just try at least going, just for an experiment, <laughs> going super combat. And then homing, homing bullets will be ridiculously easy. I'll be like a tank, basically, at that point. Well, sort of. Uh, I was, yeah, maybe it'd be worth getting the uh, um, cloak as well because that's what he's got. He's like hardcore, but he also disappears. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of handy. <laughs> Who turned out the lights? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what it takes. Uh, I'm upgrading my PC. We're, yeah, so. yeah, upgrade your goddamn internet. That's the more important. Well, I can't. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, until yeah, uh, so that's the problem. But for, this is the first step. Great PC, then get decent internet, and then I'll be away for Battlefield 3. But yeah, so... So what's your spec? So I'm keeping the same graphics card. I'm not getting to. I was thinking about that, but maybe in the future. <laughs> what are you still... What are you running? It's a... It's a... Uh, 5870. Radian 5870. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, uh, that'll do you well enough. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be enough for the time being. And I can always add a second one if they ever get cheaper on eBay or whatever. Or I could just replace it in the in a year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that'll be fine. But I've, I, So I've got a new motherboard uh, and um, the uh, processor is a... And I, I, I specifically chose the motherboard so that I could fit a second graphics card with the coolers that I use, which take up okay, another two yeah. slots on top. So I, it's got the PCI Express the 16 lane PCI Express slots in the right places that I can actually fit to with the big coolers on uh, which is nice mm. uh, and I can al- I'm also going to get eventually uh, uh, an, a PCI Express sound card uh, to stick in the top slot uh, yeah I'm not entirely convinced you need those really still well you don't need I mean, PCI Express it's just that if, well no 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 but just even a sound card oh sound card in general is. well I use my I pipe my um sound directly into my uh, hi-fi speakers and like they have a much better signal to noise ratio so it's purely because of that really <coughs> it's not I've ever noticed really even with the like, new uh, even with the crappy onboard real tech stuff yeah which is admittedly crappy but it's never bad enough to cause any kind of problems <laughs> well yeah. Real tech is notoriously bad for me after well, that one time where it yeah. started blue screening my system every time well, I feed it. Yeah, except the fact, and I did explain that I had to take all the real tech drivers off because they didn't work properly. Yeah. And the Windows drivers do a better job somehow. <laughs> and they do have some advantages, like feature wise, like the what you hear stuff is handy and stuff. Yeah, that, that, but... is, that, that is the nice thing. That would be the one thing you'd get out of creative. Yeah, well, I've got an old creative card that I'm going to put back in for the time being. Mm. But if I had a second graphics card, that wouldn't fit. I have to take that out and not use that again. Yeah. So I'd have to replace it if I wanted a sound card and didn't want to use onboard sound. I'd have to then get a PCI Express one, stick that in the top. So I'm thinking of that in future, but I haven't got any of that yet. So far, I've yeah. just got the thinking about it. I'm surprised Creative haven't gone into the 
market of perhaps supplying on-board chipsets for motherboards. Yeah, I don't know. It seems a bit weird, doesn't it? Is it like a creative dying or something? Because surely people just don't buy sound cards as much as they needed to before. Well, I don't think they're doing as well as they were. You know, so there was once upon a time you needed an Audigy, or even before that you needed a sound blaster to get any of your shit to work. Yeah, that's true. It was like, they'd have been on, on top of the cash flow at that point. Nowadays it's like, you know, it's a it's got one on it. Yeah, because the uh, sound card that I'm looking at isn't a creative. It's a um, oh, really. It's an Asus Sonar oh, okay. Essence. Mm. Apparently, they're the best among the audiophiles. They're quite expensive, but there is a competing uh, creative equivalent, which is like you know an XFI Titanium mm. Pro something or other, uh, XFI whatever. Crossfi. Uh, Crossfi. <laughs> yeah, but Cross-blown. I yeah, I'm 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 tempted by the uh, the Asus one actually because it's got like a. It's got a built-in headphone amplifier as well, so you can plug in decent mm. headphones in and you get, like... That's cool. Which is kind of nice. And various other, like, bits and bobs. It's got, like, gold-plated RCA connectors on uh, for the output, because currently my amplifier takes RCA in, so I have to have a converter cable that converts mini-jack, yeah. three-and-a-half-inch stereo, into two uh, RCAs. And this would be, like, more... More hi-fi. Yeah, more direct and more hi-fi. I mean, like, one of these jobbies, and the, comp, the other end's tucked under Yeah, the you know, the, the little... Yeah, that thing. The ones that look like component or whatever. This is a... Oh, one little, of those, yeah. This is a very yeah, visual exactly. thing for you listening at home. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> one of those. So instead of that, I'd have just proper cables. Uh, so, anyway, but that's all in the future, because I haven't got any... The stuff I have got is the motherboard. Um, processor is a Core uh, Intel Core i7-2600K which and the k means it's unlocked and apparently that means that overclocking it is as simple as like changing a number you just put you just change a multiplier and it does it oh uh, yeah does a well some overclocking has <coughs> been a bit like that in general to be yeah. honest so i might experiment with that at some point i've never overclocked anything before but apparently you can get it to run at 4.4 gigahertz stable with air cooling honestly you, you really don't need it at the moment well, I know I don't need it, but it'd be interesting. I mean, I've, so. got, I've already got a base, the, you know, the basis to base i7s yeah. in my system, which is still a powerhouse. Yeah. And not once have I taxed it with a game. Yeah. The CPU is not my bottleneck. Exactly. You'll lose the graphics at yeah. the moment. So that's that's that. And, but the, and what else did I get? So I'm reading it using the cooler, the blah, blah, blah. Don't know how interesting this is. Oh, I know. The, the one thing that's different, because uh, basically I, got, I ordered a terabyte hard drive. Oh yes, which is only fifty quid, which is pretty good. Pretty Actually, cheap. given the current hard drive, that's what I was about climate, to say. That is good. So it was only fifty quid off Amazon, but of course it hasn't been delivered, and well, I've of course discovered why, and you can perhaps tell me because they actually didn't have any stock. Uh, I, because of the yeah. shit in the storm, it's like oh, we've got all this imaginary stock yeah. that you can order, but we won't tell you that until yeah. you ordered it. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. So the reason a, is that apparently hard drives are all made in Thailand, and Thailand is underwater. So, <laughs> as I no, discovered on the bombcast, even did you hear that? We talked about this last week as well. <laughs> I don't think so. Last it's time. worse than that. This week. knowledge has even spread to PC World. If you walk in at PC World, they say there's even a sign up saying no customer is allowed to leave with more than two hard drives because of the stock problems. So there you go. No hard drives available. So I haven't got the terabyte hard drive, so I'll have to reuse one of my current ones for the time being. Yeah. Uh, but the the other thing I got is an SSD. Ah, yeah. So this is going to be fun times. It's only... <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, uh, 
you and Jay need to talk because he's done SSD experiments and it's like, while it's amazing, there are lots of things you can do to make it better, but there are a lot of things that Windows will have a fight with you about. Really? Especially if you're trying to do SSD the way it's supposed to be done. Like, my interpretation of the light, the ideal for SSD is not to use it for any storage you're writing to. Yeah. Because the the write lifespan of an SSD is limited. Right. Um, But the read lifespan is not so bad. Yeah. Um, but that's the plan. Yeah, but the, so you you put your Windows on the SSD. Yeah, that's the plan. Other problems, though, are then when you start installing software that requires things like drivers, and some programs force themselves into program files and things like that. Windows does give you the ability to junction off certain folders mm-hmm. into certain other places. using So Windows takes over using virtual directories. Mm-hmm how to target that so the program doesn't know it's somewhere else but I don't certain do applications that, so. have a fight with that <laughs> yeah well, and it I doesn't will, work I'll just put them on the SSD because it may be small capacity but I don't use any programs that are big or that yeah. aren't games and if they're games they're going on the hard disk because I discovered that Steam won't let you split games across multiple hard drives no it has to be under the Steam apps folder for it to work and you don't want to be cheating it into thinking it's on the well, Steam Apps folder when it's in fact on How many on games the... are you going to install at once? And if you, you can just copy the, copy the whole folder off and back it up if you're not playing that game at the moment. If you've got the same space on one disk, put it on another. What, you're saying install Steam on the SSD? No, not keep the... install... Well, not install Steam on the SSD. God, no. You'd have to. No. To get the performance. That, do the... not put Steam on the SSD. Well, that was the whole yeah. point, was that I was never going to do that, <laughs> yeah. but now he's saying no. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you want to save space on whatever drive you've got Steam on, not necessarily an SSD or any, any hard drive, wherever it is, you can just move, you can just back up the entire game folder out of Steam, because once it's downloaded, it's like how I bring games over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You just right, copy yeah. the whole folder and Steam automatically finds them when you copy them back in. So what I could do is install Steam on the SSD where I only have 20 gigs of 30 gigs of space left. But why would you want to put the, even the base Steam program on the SSD, really? No, I, I just need... The read speed is going to matter when you're launching Steam. No, it's for the games themselves, that's the thing. Yes. I just wouldn't the games you don't put on the SSD. Yeah, but I'm saying you could, potentially, because then the load times would be ridiculous. Be like Have two SSDs, one for Windows and one for yeah, the games. If you're going to wear one out. That's the option. Well, as I say, yeah, you're not, so, you're not solving the right problem if you're having to copy stuff onto the SSD to play it, and yeah. then when you want to play something else, copy off, copy on. And it's a right pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bit of a pain. So I'm going with my original plan. I'm going to install Windows on the SSD, yeah. or my apps on the SSD, which will all fit. I don't think anything... The biggest thing would be Visual Studio if I wanted to install that, but... I think yeah. otherwise I'd be fine. I'm not. But, it's not like I'm installing Adobe Creative Suite on the damn thing. Oh yeah, uh, but even Visual Studio, you can tell it to install elsewhere. You know. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Big old, big old apps like that, you get the choice. Yeah, but it'd be nice. It would start so fast. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, but 2010 is so nice anyway. Exactly. Compared to 2008. Yeah. But I, anyway, but I should have space for all my uh, important apps because I don't use that many. Web browser, main thing. <laughs> and then, uh, or, and then the games. All of See, I wouldn't even put my browser on the, on the SSD because they update so frequently. You're really paranoid about I know, this I rewrite am. thing. I I, have you ever seen one fail? Apparently they're really good. Well, maybe they've got a lot better, but I heard a lot of horror I've got a three-year warranty yeah. on my thing, so even if it doesn't last three years... I was about to say, maybe they've got a lot better since they first started turning up, but I have heard a lot of horror stories from mm. Tinternets and of them just exploding. They're, don't get me wrong, they're great things, but mm. I think you've just got to be prepared for the inevitable. <laughs> Yeah, they, will, they will fail and don't put anything important on them. So I'm going to put my Windows on there and all my apps. Is there any chance of recovering shit off of SSD that fails? No, God, no. Once it's gone, it's gone. 
Well, you could back it up. Well, no, you can back everything up. That's not what I meant. I meant, like, if you're, like, what? with the hard disk. It's like, you, what if, like, the file table screws up, like a hard disk? Yeah. Can you still get at stuff on the SSD? If, it, if it's not literally a hardware failure. Yeah, I don't see why not. Well, that might, no, it. that might be tricky. Because in, in, the, in the hard disk case, it's just reading the actual data back off the disk. Oh, no, no, you're right. Actually, you probably. To, to the OS, it's probably no different. There's probably still a file table, and you could probably still address any part of the disk. Hmm. Like that. If you're the hardware hadn't failed. Yeah. But, but probably if you've, like... Um, there's probably no ch- le- a smaller chance of doing forensic, like, recovery mm. on an SSD. Like you can with... Ding! Like you can with uh, hard disks where you can actually sort of, like, remount the platters and something if you're going hardcore. Yeah. But, uh... Well, if an SSD... Yeah, it, presumably SSD is made of multiple chips. Could you... If one chip fails, could you still get at different parts of it? But... It'd be better off just, just getting... Saying it's busted, saying give yeah, me but away. I mean, if you wanted to re- try and recover data off it, it'd probably be the closest thing yeah. to a corrupted sec- sector on the hard disk where it just gives up. Yeah, if a sector goes, you've probably got no chance of getting it back until you can either format but it can or you give it the other one. I bet if you were the yeah, manufacturer, you could. You, <laughs> well, yeah. If you knew what you were doing, you probably could. If you yeah. had some hardcore fast, it would be dumb. But it would be equally dumb trying to get at stuff in a hard disk, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's. Well, I recovered my old hard disk within the file table. Well, I was going to say, when file yeah, tables go, that's that, not so yeah. bad. There's plenty of methods for just, well, I forget what the terminology the is, but yeah, you're basically just grinding all the data off it, aren't you? Sort of like go through every single part of the disk I'm and sure you copy could do it that. somewhere. It'd be pretty quick with an SSD as well. <laughs> that's true. You'd be, be reading. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You read the whole fucking thing into <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, that'll be interesting to see what you it's going to be fun because yeah. I, I actually I mean I love you know I love games but I, I do spend a lot of time just just Reddit. around with apps and things and Reddit a lot of Reddit yeah Reddit is amazing uh, Reddit making it'd be good for making I'm not sure if it's well. this is a totally random aside thing but I'm not sure if it's just like something that's fucked up on my computer but Imager the Reddit the image site as which is the best <laughs> the best image site on the internet well, it's like I'm not sure if it's just something on my PC or whether it's some, some weird bug in their actual system but sometimes if you're just going through Twitter it's going next it loops and it's like alright now I can escape Re- Imager because it's just started looping the same pictures over and over <laughs> it's like I've seen everything in that little section and then it starts looping back to the start again and I'm like oh well I guess I, I guess I can close this now <laughs> my face it's okay. a convenient escape mechanism <laughs> so do you do you browse Reddit via Imager? Isn't just go to Imager? No, just people go... just live Imager, Imager shit in the IRC. Oh, right. And then I'm like, oh, next, next, next. And it's like, oh, wait, it's looped. Wait, I can escape. <laughs> the Facebook app on iPhone does that as well. If you scroll down far enough on the, on, on the news feed, it's like, hang on a minute, I've read that one already. <laughs> oh, wait, this is the exact same sequence of it, but it's appended to the bottom of the page. So you can have an endless loop of the same 10 stories or something. Yeah. It's like, I'm not sure if that's a bug on my system or their system, but it's just a really convenient way to get me to break out of just Clearing next. <laughs> That's the trouble with Reddit. It doesn't end. No. <laughs> you just keep going. <laughs> More shit. <laughs> just go on our picks all day and just look at all the stupid image links. Yeah. You do get to a point on Reddit where you're like, if you if you're on Reddit and you can't be bothered with it, you, and your attention span is is really low. Like sometimes, some days it's like, oh, interesting news story. I'll read the whole thing of that. And then sometimes it's like. The only thing I want to click on is something that says Imgur on it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. the only links I click are the ones that say Imgur. 
Because they're instant satisfaction. <laughs> and also, I'm not sure whether this was another weird bug or whether this is something I don't know about either, but someone linked a picture on the mobile version, which had, is basically comments are off. Basically. Right. Is yeah. basically, as far as I can tell, the only real difference. Yeah. Except, for some reason, it, uh, I then started going next or whatever, but then I realised that all of these images I was looking at, for some reason, had some, like, religious link. Like, they were all about Christianity and shit. It's like, am I just in a really weirdly specific, like, one day where everyone only uploaded religious mistakes? Or is this some weird, like, sorting bug where, where all the religious pictures have been dumping one chunk on the mobile site? It's like, well, fuck. You're in the, like, strange atheism subreddit part of Imgur or something. Yeah, and it, but it didn't have any indication to say that I was in a specific... Like, like this was a filtered list or something. Yeah, just weirdly doing. <laughs> I don't know how because I never go to the imager site. Yeah, apart from uh, the only time I ever go to the imager site is when um, is when they paste, when post they link- a bunch in one. Yeah, like a like a well, gallery, I suppose. Yeah, uh, but otherwise, when you link from Imgur, you just link to the JPEG. You do directly. Yeah. yeah, so you just do directly. So it's like it's amazing hosting for images, but you'd never see the site because it's pointless. It's only for uploading, <laughs> presumably. Yeah. Uh, but if you actually go on there, it's like quite organised, isn't it? I don't know. Relatively. I've never actually looked at the actual site either. <laughs> anyway, I just go next, next, next. Enough of that. <laughs> just click the next one. So yes, computer games. But yes, it it should be good. And I I would like to install at least one game on the SSD to just see what it's like. Not a Steam game. I'll just think of something that needs. But you'll to have to find some. Yeah, you'll have to find. You'll have. To... I could put Battlefield Three on there. How big's that install? Ten gig. Ten gig. That's not so bad. It is when you've already got Windows on there. No, that's okay though. I can fit that because the just because the Shogun is like twenty gig. Really? Yeah. For some reason. Fuck. So I, <laughs> I was like, no nope. reason. But yeah, Battlefield. I might try for a laugh because I'm sure I'd have. But you need to if you want to really see this. Work, you have to have something that you install on both, so you can actually see the difference. Well, I might do that. I'll probably delete it because it's probably not going to be worth well, it. Yeah. yeah. But burn it out. Just do it for an experiment and see what it's like, and then go back to the one and be like, oh no, this is so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't think it'll matter. I mean, it'll just take out a tiny bit of frustration. It'll be worth it if if I keep going into games and crashing out. <laughs> then it'll be worth it. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it's just not. Because yeah. the hard disk re- read speeds are actually fast. It's just that the difference with the SSD with Windows on is it'll boot in about seven or eight seconds or something. As Prob- opposed to probably 30, clean. 40. Yeah, my one used yeah. to boot fairly quickly when it was clean, but yeah. a couple of years in, it started to do the classic Windows slowdown now. Yeah, but where the boot times got longer. It's fine when you're in Windows, which is which is a step up over previous versions. Yeah, but, but the boot times have got a bit longer. So I shall see. The weird thing about the SSD is it came, and of course they're much more expensive than hard disks. Yeah, for the same. Uh, yeah, well, they, they way are, more. But even even really like expensive. so, I, it's a, a terabyte hard disk I ordered fifty quid uh, hasn't arrived because of the reasons I explained. Yeah, eight quid for the SSD, much less capacity. Um, you think it's going to be this nice like because hard disk is like quite a heavy thing. It's like all technology. Of course, an SSD is literally a bit of plastic and it's incredibly light because all it is is an array of chips inside a plastic enclosure and it's small because it's only two and a half, so it weighs nothing. It feels like it's worth like. CD or something. It's really weird. <laughs> it's like this doesn't. The heft of this is not. <laughs> I guess that's, that's the problem with tech advancement. I guess in some yeah. ways, isn't it? It's like some things you sort of expect to get yeah. bigger and it's strange. or at least be techy looking. Yeah. But it's like when you come across what is a glorified credit card, it's just sort of a little bit yeah. hard done by. It I mean, all it is is 
some of the chips from the iPhone, which are for the storage mm. or whatever, just a whole bunch of them just on one card, and just that's literally it. That's all yeah. it is, and a controller, which is the clever part, I suppose. I th- I think this is the um, Sandforce, or it might be. There's all different types of controllers, uh, apparently. Anyway, so is it Sonic time? I think yeah, it might be Sonic time. Also, we still actually haven't talked about Battlefield, but <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we talked about the single player. Sort of. We've got another hour. Yeah, and, oh, and, and I suppose for the, uh, I should clarify my last week's slight rant in that, yes, as it turns out, all the problems I was having with regards to the game being a bit shit once you actually get into the game were lag. Almost entirely lag. But are you sure? There's no yeah. way of telling. Because you could see things. Is... They fixed that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They actually updated yeah. Battlelog. Battlelog, I can now see ping times for service, so I can at least pick ones that have low ping. Have they now. fixed that? Yeah. That's yeah. good. It why was, why it was, wasn't that there in the first place? It was a, They were having problems with Internet Explorer's 9 protected mode. Mm. Ah, yeah, that was the other thing. We experimented the other night with trying to get the actual Battlelog <laughs> to the invite work. And shit yeah, to, work. to get the invite system work. Apparently they're having a few... Fights with it's a lot a of fights. well, yeah, quite a lot of fights with basically internet protection software. Um, apparently, so Avast or something. Yeah. yeah, Avast has a bit of a Barney. Apparently, you have to turn off. You have yeah, to entirely disable web scanning because sh- otherwise, Web Shield. Well, yeah, in the end, we had to turn off Web Shield <laughs> I hate entirely. That stuff anyway, um, one of those scans your network traffic, isn't it? This is what picks up like drive-by viruses and things like that. Oh right, right. I've had, had it pop like, up several network. times when I've gone to a bad site. It's like, oh well, at yeah. least that's working. <laughs> yeah, web Shield is pretty good. I like it most of the time. But you can turn turn it on to a mode where it only scans known programs. Well, of course, the battlefield. Plugin apparently doesn't count as a known program, so apparently it lets all the traffic through. Can you um, add it to like a whitelist? Tried that as well. That didn't yeah. work. <laughs> the the other thing that it um, supposedly has a bit of a fight with is um, web sockets because that's the technology they're using or something, which is built into Chrome. But Firefox. we checked that. That didn't work. Uh, well, that worked okay. Well, my one still wouldn't do it, even though it would, Chrome said web sockets were fine, but I had to turn off the advanced yeah. thing to actually get it to work. This is the thing. Once we've gone through the rigmarole of like, there's a big, there's a nice forum thread where they're sort of saying, right, this is all the problems we know about. This is the current known yeah. fix list. Can you send us any more info? And so there's a nice official thread about it, which is cool that they're doing. Where something. their official fixes turn off fast. <laughs> yeah, for now. Um, and a lot of requests saying, please, like, email these guys to ask why they're blocking legitimate requests and things like that. Um, but. It's nice that they're doing something about it. And, hell, it actually did work in the end. I did actually get, ah. a, get a co-op yeah, it was, invite. It was very weird. Once we turned that all off, it was like, oh, shit, things are popping up. So yeah, you guys, you guys, <laughs> all of a sudden, the UI starts updating itself. It's like, it's oh, like, my God, the pop-up just came up and said someone was in a game. What the hell? So, basically, <laughs> you guys both using the same virus software was the main problem. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And, you and we both had to disable it to get into a co-op game with each other. Yeah. Because I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna try just using my Windows Security Essentials. It's supposed to be really bit. good. Yeah, it's supposed so to be really good. Because yeah, I haven't been able to use that. For the and it's thing. free, and it's Microsoft, which means yeah. we'll have nice integration. Apparently, so. in the in the when the, this first Battlefield patch actually comes out, one of the things that are changing is the, how much co-op score you have to get to unlock the weapons. Oh, good. So you won't have to grind it because <laughs> those scores are nuts. They are insane. <laughs> Like 139,000 or something, and you get like 10,000 for every competition you play. Yeah, <laughs> we got like 6,000 in the first level we did, or something. We did really badly, though. yeah. I mean, obviously, because we didn't know it was what the first we were doing. Time we played it, and then and we're struggling with the third. 
because that fucking end section. Well, I think if we go in, it's like you get if you go right near where the guy you're supposed to be taking is. There's like a little alcove, so it prevents you getting shot from the oh, side. Is there? Oh, okay, that which is where I was. Because then I'm... when I went down, you didn't know where I was, so <laughs> you oh. couldn't find me before you got shot. Well, no, we had the problem where it seemed a bit cheap that section. You're in a jeep convoy; it gets ambushed naturally. Naturally, um, naturally. So, so, so you dive out the top and you get into some cover. So I'm hiding behind the jeep. You're shooting at people in the in this in, glass fronted building. Yeah, in this glass fronted building opposite, trying to attack you. And the first time we did it, um, the, the most fucking cheap thing happened. Uh, quite literally, um, seven guys simultaneously ran around the corner where we just came from and just all downed me in an instant. And I'm sat there going, what the fuck could I have done about that? I'm just lying on the floor like in one of those like last stand poses that you get until your teammate comes and revives you. And, it's, and I'm like, uh, there's like seven guys just all standing there. And they're like, where the fuck did you come from? So harsh. That's like that's pretty cheap. There just doesn't seem to be any good cover down there, as far as we can no. tell. Unless you're meant to actually like move forwards a bit more or something. Unless it just went a bit wrong. That they're you know they're supposed to come in in staggered <laughs> I doubt in it. staggered waves, and for some reason they all sort of bundled up and was like, "Here you go, seven guys, <laughs> deal with that, you fucker." Maybe, and you, and or, or, or like, maybe there's some hidden like claymores or something you can find somewhere around there and lay them down or something. Maybe. <laughs> but it, something stupid. But yeah, that does mean that I kind of agree with the review points and that the court missions are a bit long for them not to be checkpointed. Yeah. It's like they're about, you know, that's about 10 minutes in that that happens. You know, if you get caught out by a cheap death like that, you've got to do the whole 10 minute run again. But on the plus side, once you've done it once, you start knowing where you start, it is. You start, yeah, you start doing it quick. It was like when we got to that bit where you had the C4 the gate. Yeah. You went and did it and I just stayed in the Jeep tower and mowed down all the guys who were coming from the side yeah. streets. Yeah, you didn't, need to, you didn't need to join me. Because you only need one guy to go and C4 it. Although I saw a video of that section, and apparently, if you spend too long in that room where the C four is, guys like jump out of those dumpsters. Oh, really? <laughs> like in that room? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Kind of weird. <laughs> <Boing>. <laughs> I suppose that's the closest thing to an Easter egg you'll find in Battlefield. Well, no, apparently there's quite a lot of Easter eggs in there. Really? Single player. And spot anything? No. I. You don't really spend time looking. <laughs> there's like a photo booth in the wall where you can. Do something stupid, or like on the on a beach somewhere. There's like some sandcastles and yeah. <laughs> weird stuff like that. Not that those are necessarily Easter eggs as much as just like random things. Yeah, but I guess they sort of are count as Easter eggs. Well, I was trying to think thing. of where there's even a beach in that game that you the can villa. actually go to. The villa. You could probably get down to the beach all the way down to that. That's miles away. Yeah, that is, but you could probably get there <laughs> if the game doesn't kill you first. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. It's the only one I can think of. No, I couldn't think of. And how is there even a beach there? Where is that? Iran. Yeah, but is it? I thought it was in like southern Russia or something. Iran. Maybe that but, section's in Iran. <laughs> but where's a beach in Iran? That's like the north coast, isn't it? Iran. <laughs> you don't even know where Iran is. Do you? Yeah, <laughs> that but that they bad. must have a bit at the bottom as well, and they must have a bit that touches the Gulf as well, don't they? Same as Iraq and stuff. You know, down by what's it? Uh, where did we fight the British? Where did we have Basra? <laughs> right. Uh, down by there. I don't know. Iran. I thought Iran only had a coast on like the Black Sea or something. Or whichever one of those inland seas it is up there. Yeah, it's pretty big, that one. Could just be a really big lake. <laughs> That's true, I guess. No, don't Google it. <laughs> bring up a map. Oh, well, I might, I might learn where Iran is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> My geography is so bad. Me, Noam and I were joking the other day that we didn't know where Worcester was. 
It's in uh, Worcestershire. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in Iran. I can tell you that. Yeah, Iran true. has a coast all the way down the Gulf oh, and, and up in the Caspian Sea, like you say. Yeah, I thought it was up there. Or I thought it was on the Caspian Sea with the bit because it's near Russia. It's a really yeah. big lake. <laughs> it's, it's the, the sea. sea. <laughs> it's a sea on it. The Black Sea's further over. That's where Georgia is. You know, that's kind of Russian. That would be kind of Russian, uh, the Russian coast, wouldn't it? Up here. I guess. Because that's Russian. Where, where is up here? For our listeners at home. <laughs> Where Georgia, Georgia is and Azerbaijan, <laughs> if you've played Splinter Cell, the yeah. original Splinter Cell game. Well, if you were no, paying attention to the news at some point earlier this year or late last year. Or the yeah, news. We're a gaming podcast, we don't care about the news, we only care about locations of video games. So, uh, Oh, yeah. I mentioned PC World earlier and you know, we were talking about the hard disk thing. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this to you guys last week, but I wanted to just... Uh, move on, see? I wanted to just inform the listeners what? about the... Uh, in the Battlefield? Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> Carry on, Rob. Am, am I allowed to speak? <laughs> Informing the listeners about PC World is vital yes. uh, retail uh, knowledge. Basically, uh, a mate of mine at work uh, stumbled upon a copy of EA Active um, oh, right. for like £8. And it's like, that's a bargain! You know, a Kinect-based fitness game for £8 with, with a heart rate monitor sensor and resistant bands. That's a lot of shit for £8. So... He picked me up a copy, and it's like, and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, awesome. Um, I get home, willing to try it, you know, me and willing to try a fitness program, you know, I know that's, uh, that's a bit of a long long shot, um, but I thought, maybe Connect will make that difference. We get to the point where we open the box, you've got the classic reveal, only to find there's a PS3 disc in there. <laughs> what? Motherfuckers. <laughs> what do you mean? They packaged, like, in an Xbox Connect sleeve, the PlayStation contents... Did it actually have a of like, the game? Was it designed for? I guess it wouldn't come with a move controller, but does it have attachments that attach to a move well, controller? Well, no, no, no. The thing is, is that the attachments are generic, and they have a USB dongle that you plug into oh, the right. console. It's not which isn't for the PS3 or whatever. No, it, it uses its own yeah specific communication protocol with a dongle, and both consoles use the same stuff. Um, yeah. And it basically just had the wrong disc in it. And so uh, there I am, basking in their incompetence. And uh, so we end up going back to, to taking it back. And the worst bit is, is that the guy behind the counter basically couldn't find what they were looking for on it. And it's like, well, according to this, we've never had any of Xbox, any of the Xbox stock. So basically, they just somehow ended up with this sleeve for the Kinect version of the game and never had the Kinect <laughs> version of the game. What the hell? That's mental. Some distribution warehouse snafu going on there. Yeah, so it's a bit pissed off. It's like, I don't, cause it's, so in the end, I didn't get my like, £8 worth of fitness. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do, I do have a PlayStation, but the whole point was that I wanted to yeah, use Connect. I know. I know. And yeah, that was done of them, to say the least. Because, like I was saying, if you wanted, you could borrow that shit off my mum from the Wii version. Fuck that shit. But then that's just the same. Apart from you do use the Wii right? We have to strap all kinds of extra shit to you on the Wii version, don't you? Like there's well, like there's like really. leg sensors. Just like the Wii remote. And... Oh yeah, you have to strap it. It's just basically a belt where you shove the Wii remote in it and it detects your jiggling up and down. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. That's that's why I wanted the connect version. <laughs> None of that stupid jiggle shit. Jiggle jiggle. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, PC World, you still suck. Despite the fact you may have actually had a bargain. Nearly. So close. So close. But anyway. What have you been playing? Like Battlefield, as we were talking about. Yeah. But let's get Sonic time. <laughs> we're just going to continue to avoid talking about Battlefield. 
I want my Sonic time. Do you want to talk about how how you how your opinion of Battlefield did actually change after you got used to it a bit? Like you actually no, started swear, enjoying it a bit. I swear that was the lag though, because as I say, after a while, I didn't yeah, get. Yeah. I haven't seen that problem in the same well, they way did for supposedly, quite some time. It, it does happen on occasion, actually. There was supposed to be a server patch for rubber banding, but then it's like what. You can't pass that. That's what just that. That's what happens when you lag, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe there's a, well, maybe a certain amount of it was to say that oh, if the user has moved so far, trust that the user has actually moved that far. Maybe. Which potentially opens it up to hackery. Yeah. But you know, it, it, whatever they've done, whatever it is, I don't get that problem that I had in the first day of playing nearly as much because that was properly ridiculous. So you um, take back your negative criticism. I do take three. it back. I, but I, I, I take it back. Particularly after some patches. I, I take it back with caveats and that it probably was lag related. So laggy connections are probably still going to have the same issues. Uh, I'm just, it's like they need to put pings on the scoreboard in game, <laughs> seriously. Well, I, I've taken a quite a lot. Yeah, pings and scoreboards in game would be good. Um, and I've taken to flying the jet quite a lot recently. <laughs> well, like last night. Trying, <laughs> try, yeah, trying, to, trying to learn how to bloody do it. Yeah. And I still believe that the vehicle unlock system is a, is the game's biggest mystery. Yeah. Well, yeah, just, less so just, for the vehicle. Less so for the tanks, yeah. But for the aircraft, it's stupid. Not having them equipped with flares just makes them completely useless but as I said, shot down in seconds but as I said you only need 300 points <laughs> yeah but that's getting those 300 points in a jet that gets shot down in seconds well, it's like, quite tough you sort of just need to like rush it three times you just need to like take off find the first thing you can see the first thing you can see on the ground dive on it and then if you crash it doesn't even matter just as long as you hit it enough to score some points yeah that's true actually I probably should have just kamikazed a few things I think actually I unlocked the flares after me and another jet basically Quite. went nose to nose and, and exploded in midair which was hilarious um, but then I unlocked the flares and then after I got the flares I could actually survive in the air for a bit and it's soon after that you unlock the heat seeking rockets which make it even more fun but it's like there's that air, there's that period of time which took quite a long amount of time of me trying and flying and dying it all rhymes conveniently <laughs> <laughs> and I I it's a, lot, it's a bigger rhyme <laughs> Okay. Trying and flying and dying. And then you finally hit this sweet spot where it's like, oh, actually, I can do this now and actually sort of make a difference and shoot stuff down. And it's actually fun now. I was helping. Yeah, Zach was helping. Because <laughs> he was getting you the AA. <laughs> yeah. But well, even so, it made... you were on, on his team. So you were yeah. just shooting down all his. I was, I was like, uh, quite a lot of them, were, like, I disabled it and then Robin going for the kill. Because <laughs> once they're disabled, it makes it much easier. Well, that, that happened once. I got. I got At least twice. Of, you just don't notice as much because it's a, a couple hard to of tell. legitimate kills. Shut up! <laughs> I heat seek. I got well, a heat yeah, seeker shot on a chopper. Got people and and a, and, a, and a couple of jets. I got a heat seekers. But when you were gunning it, yeah, the gunning was pretty tough. <laughs> Before I got heat seekers, yeah, that is kind of tricky. Yeah, and did have a couple of moments where well, where it instant killed me outside of the battlefield. But we have a theory about that about it instant killing you in enemy spawn points or something. If you bail, yeah, oh, that makes sense to stop. Yeah, it's that. not so bad. You just don't expect it. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I take most of it back. It's the multiplayer is amazing. You it's to, great. You need to unlock more guns and shit. I do need to play. Yeah, the interesting is things that aren't guns. Yeah, but the problem is it's all time based and like time well, and the time like limits it's are quite not high. really time. I'm it's only twenty score. I'm only twenty five percent of the way to the recon cocking. UAV, which is, sounds great fun. <laughs> you need to do long, more long-range recon. That's how you get recon score. As I discovered, right? Like I already have the recon service staff and getting the whole unlock tree. <laughs> and I'm like 50% of the next one. Yeah, but you, how many hours have you got on, on clock? 
I don't know, but it's not, like I said, with recon, it's really easy to score if you just go long range. I have like 12 total, which is probably like a tenth of yours. <laughs> not that <laughs> Probably not over six, well, probably not over 70. That's still, yeah, four times. If, if I'd have played for that amount of time, I'd have had the UAV by now. <laughs> That's true, but you could do it quicker with long range headshots. Yeah. That's where the score is in recon. That's why I haven't got virtually any of the unlocks for assault, because... <laughs> It's like, I'm not convinced it's as useful to the flow of the actual winning of the match, but <laughs> yeah, it can uh, be. <laughs> but score whoring, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> agree with that one. <laughs> Hella points. Do you need to like hang on for a bit and wait for like better sniper rifles to tackle stuff at that range, though? Well, once you get the SV98, that's pretty much the best one until okay. the end, as yeah, far as I can Once you get, it's basically the bolt action, because yeah. those rapid fire sniper rifles have ridiculous bullet drop off, of course, so yeah, not they're sure not good for long range, and they don't do enough damage. damage. No, it usually takes three or four hits unless you can land ahead with those, which is a bit irritating. But yeah, with the SV you can easily get the long range hit. And of course with the SV it's like the ballistic scope is the first one you unlock, so you have the 12 point scope straight away. And then it doesn't take very long before you get the bipod, which takes away the scope sway. Good. And then that just makes it really easy. <laughs> awesome. I look forward to that. I don't find myself needing to play recon very much because there's usually quite a few recon players. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, either you're doing it, yeah, and you can spot for me while I charge in like a mad fucker. And... I wish people would fucking look at their minimap. God, oh, God, yeah, it. I know, you're getting really hit up about that. It's, it's really annoying. It's like you have the UAV and you can like use the standard like press Q spotting, which highlights people, gives them their 3D overlay spotting icon or whatever. But if you're directly above them, it, it's also a motion scanner. And it pings that everything that's moving underneath you, but that only appears on the on everyone's mini map. And it's like the number of times it's like I was hovering over a base where they were back capping us, and I could see like four enemies there, and one guy from our team came from our spawn, ran precisely through the entire base, completely managing to avoid all the enemies and never seeing any of them, and then just carried on. I was like, "Fucking look at your mini map, you idiot!" <laughs> wow, that's <not> special. <laughs> it's a it's. Yeah, because basically, if you're like if if you're in like a bit of or you're doing a bit of defence, then you're more likely to spot someone on the minimap coming around the corner that someone else has spot on your team than it would be for you to pick up on the 3D tag if they're turned on on the server. Well, it's because the yes. 3D tags are in 3D. It's like if you can't see that guy, you won't see the tag because mm. it's like if there's a physical obstruction between you and him. Oh yeah, yeah. But that does kind of work in, in the favour of sniping because it's like if you can see the tag, you know you, you can see them so just shoot at that general vicinity. And hope you hit them. Yeah. Especially because obviously the tag conveniently points directly at their head so it's like there's a tiny pixel there that seems to be sticking over a hill. <laughs> <laughs> If you hit someone like that, then yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, you, that, that's that what you do. Happen. It's like that's counter sniping at long range, basically. You just basically you just pan your view across the across the horizon, basically pressing the spot button occasionally, and then as soon as you go, I saw an enemy soldier. You go back, and it's like, where's the three D spotting thing? Oh, there it is. Shoot at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like I actually think you need longer scopes than twelve times because <laughs> at twelve, even at twelve times zoom, it's like you're still shooting at like five pixels right. <laughs> sticking over the top of a hill. That's awesome, though. <laughs> that's what you're not going to get that in Call of Duty, are you? No, no, that's true. That's sweet. But it's also I also find myself leaning forward a lot when I do that. It's like I'm in the scope and I'm like I need to look closer at this because I can't freaking see anything. <laughs> yeah, no, I do that as well. That's quite bad. Because the other annoying thing is I have to do that because I can't. Well, 
I keep. I always say this to myself. It's like if I get a, a, a screen with a better resolution, mm. and if I get a graphics card that's capable of pumping out even more pixels, so I could run those re- resolutions, then I won't have to lean forward as much to snipe. <laughs> Theoretically, I still do it. No, you. Well, you don't well. have the longer scope yet, though. No, I don't. So, but so. I, I still, or you no, know, it doesn't matter what game I play. I still always lean forward until they have fucking Retina displays as the default for PC monitors. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be leaning in and fucking my eyesight royally for the next decade. It's like my eyesight's already fucked, <laughs> so I should probably wear my glasses even when I'm just normal sitting at the computer. But I swear, my eyesight's getting worse. Also, my blame sniping <laughs> if you scale up a retina an iphone retina display res, uh put dot pitch to a uh, computer monitor what resolution do you get like a 4k res yeah near it would be near well 4k in the terms of 4k horizontal yeah um yeah because that would be about two and a half thousand pixels high i reckon for mm. your average screen because mm. that's about 800 isn't it on an iphone screen it's pretty tall yeah, it's 960, isn't it? Uh, 960, pixels? oh Jesus. So. That's even more. Yeah, it'll be f- <laughs> yeah, you'd need an 8K resolution screen. <laughs> but is... that will happen, inevitably. That's the pace that... I mean, the screens already exist, they're just not that big. No. But, but it, it won't be long before God, you can get that. You need that some there. serious power to to drive a screen like that. What, what graphical power to actually do real-time graphics on yeah. that? That would be insane, yeah. That would be hard. But, I mean, then you could show films at 4K res on your, on your computer monitor for a laugh. <laughs> you can imagine the storage requirements of that shit. That would be ridiculous. I have to yeah. see. Like, what is my monitor? It's like 22 or something. So it's... Are you, isn't yours a 1080p monitor? Yeah, it's 1080p at 22 inch. Yeah. Definitely four. Or three and a half. Three and a bit, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're talking about 3,000... Pixels tall. It's ridiculous. It is so much better because I I had that problem with my iPhone uh, 4s briefly where it wouldn't turn on, and which got fixed by holding down the power button and uh, home button simultaneously for thirty seconds. Oh, yeah, which I didn't know. But during that period, I went back to 3GS and it's like the screen is just you can't go back, can you? No, you can't go back. It's like you thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought I really thought it was fine. I mean, I, yeah, but it's so much better. It's like whenever I pick up Gnome's phone, it's like, there's nothing wrong with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird going back. Is it Sonic time? I think it's Sonic time. God damn it. I feel like we should have a cake or something to celebrate the awesomeness that is. Well, you could have it in Celebrate the fact that that happens. Finally, a good Sonic game. Not that Sonic Colors wasn't wasn't good but it was a bit weird being on the Wii and, yeah, and not yeah. anything else so this is definitely the, the tour de force but then again this is better on PC <laughs> which is also weird in its own way yes well let's talk about that like, you don't want to play it give yeah. us your review yeah let's talk about the game first and then we'll get on to like, the PC like differences because there are a couple that are noteworthy yeah I guess is it way too short like you said yeah <laughs> god damn it it's way too short <laughs> But also, that was a loud motorcycle. But also, um, it's like they could have easily made so many more levels for it. Yeah. And it's like, you just hope that they'll like release. It's like they should, they should almost make DLC for it, but you think like what they actually need, what they actually should be making for DLC is basically Sonic Generations 2. Because they shouldn't, they shouldn't put less content in a DLC pack than they already have in the game, almost. Yeah. You just want a quick sequel. Well, I don't want a quick sequel. I just want a DLC pack for the original that's as long as the original. Oh, yeah. Well, the problem is, to put that in perspective, like, cut Sonic Colours, which we thought was a bit light on content when we first played it, Yeah, has six stages per zone, 
There's six zones. That's 36 stages. But uh, Well, really three stages. <laughs> well, yeah, three big stages, and then you've got the gimmick stages. Yeah. But even so, that's 36 stages that will take you some amount of time to get through and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but blah. the gimmick stages are really short. I think you should only look at the main stages, really, for colours. All right. Well, that 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 blows my my argument out of the water. Not really, right? because because it's like eighteen plus then stages, which is the exact same number you get in Sonic <laughs> Generation. Yeah, but the in, but then you only get two. You only get you don't get more than one of each style. Is the problem in Sonic Generations? You only get one two D green hill and well, one three D green. You hill. technically get two in the graphical style, but in yeah, but that's, that's, I'm talking about the gameplay style. Yeah. So it is two acts, but yeah, like I think they uh, they could have quite easily have just doubled that without too much trouble. Yeah, because each level has its own sort of feel and its own elements Mechanics. and its own gimmicks, yeah. if you will. Um, but the uh, but they just could have like had more of it. And some of, some of the early levels, especially because they're like two minutes long. Well, yeah, and the classic one minute Green Hill in two D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, can't you have given us a few more acts like that? You know, I wouldn't have cared so much if they'd have just recreated all of Green Hill Zone, all three of the first acts, and like done them in that in the new graphic style. They didn't really recreate even one of them. They, it's, it's a new level. Yeah, it's all it's all new. But you know what I mean? It would have been which is cool. I wouldn't have cared actually if it was an opening. It's like let's just play Green Hill Zone <laughs> with, with fancy, just play super all the awesome old looking graphics. Yeah. yeah. It has to be said, it does look good. This is basically what you kind of wanted from a we've wanted from a Sonic game for a very long time. It's a nice looking HD Sonic game that actually plays like Sonic and the best bits of Sonic. But like it is cherry picked, isn't it? The best bits of classic and the best bits of modern. <laughs> but as we discussed before, the level choices aren't exactly the best well, choices. No, we don't that pick. Is, I still yeah, they could have picked better stages or slightly more iconic stages than the ones they have. Well, some of them are fairly iconic. It's, Green, it's, obviously, Chemical Plant, Green Hill, Chemical Plant are good choices. <laughs> like, as we said, they're either Green Hill esque or City esque. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the the choice to really pick the sort of seaside it? hill, seaside hill. Game. Yes, too much like Green Hill Zone. Planet um, Wisp. I mean, I guess that's different. But no, Planet Wisp is a good in choice. the two D version. That is quite a lot Green Hillish. Planet Wisp is a good choice. But if I was going to go for a level from colours, you would be off for Sweet Mountain for the trumpet. Fuck yes, absolutely <laughs> Sweet Mountain. That's the most. That is the most standout original level from Sonic Colors. Um. Yeah, well, the, the speed, yeah, the, the, the speedway to go. Was it the, the city speedway or whatever it's called? Speed highway oh, from speed highway. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a shit choice, you know. <laughs> but then, what would you have taken from Sonic Adventure if not that Pumpkin Hill? No, that's Sonic Adventure <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. What like Red Mountain instead? <laughs> oh yeah, Red Mountain. That would have been a good one. But I they don't, did, I they don't really they remember the a, Sonic level of that. I don't think they had a Sonic level. For it did, it, there was a speed. Was that the E? There version? was a Knuckles version and a and a um, an E one blah blah the Gamma. Yeah, was cool. Wasn't he um, like that was quite speedy though. His version of it, I seem to remember. Compared to some of his other levels, which were more shooting galleries. No, 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 there was a canyon level in Sonic Adventure 2 that I think you're getting confused with for Sonic. I don't think Sonic had a Red Mountain no, but I mean, action stage I'm sure in there Sonic was Adventure a, 1. I'm sure there was a faster feeling Red Mountain. If it, if it wasn't it wasn't Knuckles, it must have been the robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was faster, somehow. Shoot shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think what else was it. Oh, the Ice Cap. I suppose because like, <laughs> you just want an ice level. For yeah, the, the, well, the ice levels are usually a good, good levels. Yeah, but all that level had going for it was the snowboard, <laughs> as usual in the ice levels. Yeah, maybe. But even so, that would have given you a fucking avalanche. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about the actual levels that are in the game. Yeah. 
Maybe. Maybe. What's your point? It's like we continue. You know, well, Crisis City on. was probably the only choice they had from Sonic 2006. Oh, but... yeah, the Valley would have been nice. Yeah, but, but then that's all just like Green Hill again. So. To be honest, I could have just done without having any of that game. From that game, yeah. Just forget you that game ever existed. not have that. Like, there's, they We'd rather to... forget that that ever existed. They needed three games in that generation of Sonic. No, they don't. They did, because they had three of the other ones. Pick it up a Sonic Adventure level. Sonic <laughs> Adventure 2 level. Game. Or, well, they picked Spagonia. For, or Sonic Colors level. Oh, no, they picked Wisp. They? <laughs> you what about the DS games? Yeah, but those are on, those would have been more suitable to the DS cut generations. Yeah. But then that didn't actually take levels from those either, so. <laughs> I guess they screwed that up. Or did they? I don't know. I can't remember the what actual about Sonic 3D? Was. They didn't pick any levels from Sonic 3D. That's true. Or CD. Either. I mean, those aren't the right generation to replace Crisis City. I don't care. It's Crisis City isn't as good as the Crisis City is actually a quite good level. It's a good level, but it's like the most uninspired visually, really. Well, it's totally different to all the other levels in the know, game. Because it <laughs> it's like, oh, looks of lava and shit. That's actually different. It just doesn't it's look... not green or a city. Well, I guess it is a city, but it's it not just, a regular city. It just doesn't look as good as the other levels. How... It's, it's, there's something weird about it. It just doesn't look right. It looks better than fucking Speed the Highway. <laughs> Speed the Highway is generic, boring, grey blandness all over the place. It looks right, though. You were in Simon Mall at one point. That's new. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, it's good. It's Sonic. It's everything you like about Sonic. And then some. Although, what do you think about the challenges? Because I haven't seen much of the challenges they yet. They kind of... Like, some of the... There's, like, a few that are actually sort of okay, and then the rest... Most of them are just sort of boring. And then, and so, and then, then of course, there's some that actually are annoying. <laughs> it's like, oh, God damn it. What and then... The, the, the Rouge Attractiveness Challenge. What about the reason? Is that, is that one of the good ones or bad ones? It sounds bad off the bat. <laughs> but it's, it's you you press the Y button and then Rouge appears and fires a shit ton of hearts out of whichever direction you're facing, and then that causes all the robots that it hits to be stunned because they have shields, so you can't kill them normally. And killing the robots toggles the bridges to appear or whatever. So okay, it's, it's just a. So an extra button you have to push. Yeah, basically. Yeah. The worst one of those stupid friend Sonic's friend challenges is the Vector one because it's because it's not anything like the rest of the game. It's like it's basically it's like it, it's basically a Mario boss where you have to hit the thing and re- or a Zelda boss where you have to hit the thing and reflect it a certain number of times. Right. Except there's a fucking pain in the ass because like you have to do a homing attack to hit it. So that naturally relies on the homing attack lock-on actually working, which has always been slightly dodgy. Mm. So that's just a fucking pain in the ass, and I found that so many... And then the worst thing about it is, like, you do this freaking rally thing, hitting this thing back and forth, and it gradually gets faster, and you do it, like, 30 goddamn times. <laughs> it takes fucking forever. And then on the last hit, he, like, doesn't hit it, and it curls really close to him, and then goes up this hill... And you have to hit it before it gets to the top of the hill. But if you've been standing where you've been to hit them up to this point, and you don't notice that it's going really slowly away from you immediately, you don't have time to react, and then you fail, and then you have to do the entire fucking thing again. It's like, god damn it! Hmm. So that was a pain in the ass. In general, they didn't think... Reviews haven't fought much of the boss fights, in general. Well, they... they Which like, isn't, I suppose, a, a, you know, they're normally kind of a bit lame in Sonic in general. Well, it's just like the first the first boss, the stupid jumping egg, death egg robot, as it's known from Sonic 2, and like the twist on that is where it's like, 
you have to make it, it goes into a semi-3D thing where it's in the background and you're on platforms and you put a button and the bomb appears and then you have to make it punch the bomb and then you run up the arm and hit it in the head. It's like, that's not really that interesting. And then the second one was perfect. That's in the equipment, right? I saw that. Yeah. The second one was perfect chaos, which was just like, uh, that, yeah, that was just like go through the little jumpy section and then just boost. <laughs> yeah, that was okay, but not great. That wasn't the, that wasn't particularly interesting. And then the egg dragoon at the end was actually pretty complicated, but like also annoying in its own way of like, uh, how am I actually meant to avoid this attack? It's like it fires this weird like missile thing at you, and it's like I can't tell. It's like it seems to lock onto you, but it doesn't home. And then sometimes it just explodes in front of you, and then you run into the explosion. But I'm not sure how you're meant to avoid that. And it's like. Uh, so I just, in the end, my tactic was just like, do it really quickly. <laughs> Don't give it enough time to get uh, get so many of those attacks off. Just make sure you hit all the ramps perfectly to get through it fast. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of annoying. And the last boss is a kind of shitter. <laughs> well, it has to be said that Sonic hasn't really got boss fights right since it's, since, well, for the last 10 years, let's put it that way, <laughs> with the exception of the DS games, which are okay. Um, but, you know, none of them have really been much cop. Well... I like. I preferred the boosting style of bosses, really. What the running ones? Yeah, where you're constantly just charging towards it, and you just have to avoid shit, really. Or like the ones from Colors. Yeah. Even though they replicated the same boss twice. <laughs> well, well, yes, but I don't know who does the best boss fight battles in games these days. Other than no one does boss fights. <laughs> Zelda ones are presumably pretty good. <laughs> Zelda ones are pretty good. Yeah, but they, they're, they're all just like copies of old ones as well, really. Well, we'll have to see. I don't know. Well, I suppose you could argue that games like God of War and Bayonetta... Yeah, but they're like all boss on fights. boss fight thing. And, mm. uh, but they're kind of run up and press B or whatever. Metal Gear, a game that's basically entirely... I guess. Like, 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 where boss they... fights are kind of the biggest moments of the game. Yeah. And, and, and they have really like, inventive. Yeah, they have ingenious actual mechanics. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. But yeah, the last boss of Generations when you're Super Sonic is traditionally retarded. <laughs> in the cla- it's always it's like in the same way of Sonic Adventure 2 where it's like boost towards this thing and then you're boosting to- that, that's all that Sonic Super Sonic does really yeah. <laughs> is boost towards something <laughs> and dodge shit on the way yeah dodge shit on the way apart from the like the weird mechanic of like having both the Sonics in this last sequence of Super Sonic is like you can you're in, you can boost in the 3D like it's this weird sort of tunnel when you're boosting down it. But then if you switch the reg- into the other, into old side, you go outside the tunnel and then it goes 2D alongside the tunnel. And oh, then right. like the boss shifts between those two modes as well. Huh, which is kind of, kind of ingenious, but still yeah, annoying. That sounds cool. Weird, but cool. But I had so much problems with that because I couldn't, I just couldn't pick up enough rings to sustain the supersonic. Because yeah. they're fucking impossible to see coming as you're boosting down this track, especially in the 3D mode. Basically, in 2D mode, they're quite easy because you can't really miss them. Yeah. But if you're in the 3D bit, they're fucking impossible to see. And although you do sort of scoop them in with your boosting effect, I've still ran out of rings several times. It's like, God damn it. Can't keep this going. I suppose the end of the game should be a bit tough. Like the first time you did Armageddon Zone, for instance, on Sonic 3 and Doomsday Masters. Zone. Or Doomsday Zone, even. Sorry, yeah. Was it, that was a bit tough, I don't know. That wasn't it? It took, it took you a good few attempts to get that one. Well, I had more, I don't know, I had more problems with the boss before that, though. Oh, yeah, to, what, the death egg? Yeah, the yeah. Like, giant laser. <laughs> that was freaking tough. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so general. You it's don't like, want the end of the game to be that easy. Well, it's no. the end of the game. But, but, then, like it's, but then again, like the in, first or second run. It's like yeah. in Generations, there might not as well have been an end of the game. <laughs> there might not as well have been a story, for my sake. 
Because no one cares about this stupid shit. As I say, at least the story is self-referential in a sort of, for fuck's sake, kind of way. Kind of. Like, I love the clip they use on game trailers when you rescue rescue Charmy. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a freebie! I'm a freebie! And Sonic just as it goes, face palm. He does that for all of them, pretty much. I know, but that's great. Face it's like, he's, he's basically just going, for fuck's sake, every single one of his friends. It's like, how have I met these people? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why does he know me? It doesn't make any sense, really, as, as the story goes. And the ending is... And also, they... Who they, cares, as long as it's sort of like semi... I, I like the new approach, the sort of, like, light-hearted, let's not... Well, there's also it. not enough of it if, if you wanted that. It's like, if you actually wanted more of the cheese... There's not really very much of the sequences. Mm. It's just, like, three of them. Oh, well, yeah, there wasn't many in colours either, were there? No. Well, they were longer in colours. Yeah. But also, the end of the game is the annoyance of Eggman being Eggman and not Robotnik. Because <laughs> Robotnik and Eggman both exist, of course. Excellent. And they turn up well, together. So they, they actually recall them, the two different names. For, like, one line. It's like, you come into the final boss, Eggman and Robotnik are, like, there, talking to each other or whatever, and they, they both talk at some point. But basically, you, you're the two sites run in, and, like, old tales is like, Robotnik! And then in that that version is like, nobody calls me that anymore, and it's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> now they're both called Eggman. <laughs> it's like, when, when did he decide that nobody calls him that anymore? Like, in this during the period of this game? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, maybe. God damn it. Well, at least it's referenced. <laughs> yeah. At least they're not sort of like just ignoring that it ever existed. Yeah. Which would have been the Japanese approach, I suppose, but... Kind of sucks. Because now, now that means that in actual fact he's been called Eggman since the end of Sonic 1. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Retconned. This is making me want to play Sonic 3 again. Oh, naturally. I fucking love that game. Because Sky Sanctuary is not a good level for. Well, it's an okay level. But it's it's not, quite nice. I would have preferred the, the visual styling of virtually any of the other levels. I think it may have had. Well, with the exception perhaps of Carnival Night Zone, which is just bloody mental in Sonic 3, but it's uh, possibly yeah. the most carnival of the carnival levels. That's true. Um, That's Sky Sanctuary is kind of one of the more. I suppose it is kind of iconic from that series. It's, it's not really, my favourite level. It skipped but it's, all the other awesomeness. Could have had Hydro City. Yeah. They could have had Hydra City. They could have even had... Um, well, Death Egg Zone would have been an obvious... Well, yeah, Death Egg Zone would have been literally awesome, but... Cause well, that has or all... even Mushroom Hill. I know it's sort of well, like Green Hill, it's got fucking giant mushrooms! That's in the DS game, I know, so. but they should have had that... Also, apparently, the, the old... The first-generation boss in the DS game is on launch base, which I thought would be kind of interesting to see. Oh, yeah. But, of course, yeah, because it's only a boss, that's not actually going to show you any of the level or anything, so... And you know they should have picked Ice Cap... <laughs> Or even Angel Island, that was quite cool. For a more tropical themed level. Or like Seaside Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no, I think they could have fucked Seaside Hill and replaced it with Angel Island, that would have been more of a difference. Yeah, but what could they, they, they could have set it on fire halfway through the level. Well, that's true. But, but as always, you can't, you can't, you know, you've got to pick it from the same game. But you didn't play Heroes enough to remember any of the levels. Fuck Heroes. I can't remember it most of Heroes. The only other level I can remember from Heroes was Frog Forest, but that's basically the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't great. Or the power plant level that you can't remember. Uh, I remember the power plant level. Or that, or the haunted castle thing that I don't really remember. I remember the music because it was weird. I think they picked the first level from Sonic Heroes because that's the one no one ever played because that was the only good level. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It was the level where the mechanics fucked you over the least. Yeah. 
Anyway, PC things, because we should mention those. Yeah. PC version does actually run at 60 frames a second. Probably. Probably. Haven't put an actual frame counter on it. Well, no, but but that's (laughs) the thing. And it immediately makes a good difference, like we thought. It's like... It's nice to know that we were right. <laughs> Why would um, it have not? Would they have locked it? Or something? Well, we thought maybe it would be an engine limitation oh, no, or something. Well, no, not even, yeah, because you know, can't really trust Hedgehog engine. It's not exactly been that great. Um, but the good point, the good, the good thing is, is that we were right in that it's not just that it runs slicker, but it actually does make a fundamental improvement to what you can see going on. It's like even in classic mode, it's, it's it's not totally easy because of the speed at which classic moves and the zoom with the camera level. But it is easier to tell what is actually foreground and background, and it's a lot better. And the frame rate proves it. And I said that about colors, uh, and I said that about unleashed. And I'm saying it here: get the PC version; it's far better, with the exception of the strange loading glitches. Yeah, which are a bit weird. Um, there was actually a patch for it for the game. The oh, other, the game has been patched. It actually got patched very quickly, which I was kind of surprised about. But it didn't actually manage to fix that. No. It said that it gave them. It kind of said like we fit, fit some kind of hitching at sixty hertz or something. Which mm. I'm not sure. I think it might have helped very slightly, but it didn't actually fix the problem. Yeah, the game seems to have loading glitches like midway through the stages that happen at some points. With, well, um, some level chemical plant being quite a bad one for it. That's really the only one that I notice on, really. Yeah, I mean, some of those... It must be something to do with water or some one of those effects, I Yeah, so, I mean, they got, it got a bit better on my machine when we turned off the CPU stuff. Well, that so. helped with everything, on actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that just, ha- that just helps. Um, but it's a bit of a problem, because it does kind of ruin the flow and ruin the sort of... A lot of the time, they happen during bits where you have no control anyway, so yeah. you don't need any control, so it's not so bad in terms of the gameplay. But it's just you just wish they wouldn't happen at all. Because they don't happen on consoles. It reportedly doesn't happen. Um, with the exception of the Xbox, which occasionally does have frame rate dips that don't appear on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But on the rare occasion. But really, Chemical Plant was the only one that I saw that did that. I don't think I noticed that happening, even in like Seaside Hill, which has a lot of water. I didn't see any particular lags up in there. You know, I'd have a hard time justifying the price of the game on, <laughs> the on consoles. consoles. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a, it is the best Sonic game in a decade. Uh, I think colours might have been better. Really? Yeah. For mm. it's like mainly because colours is like all new, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't reusing styling, even though I mean, obviously. Well, let's they... put that and colours in the same league. Then they're kind yeah, of equal. Uh, yeah. So they're the best Sonic <laughs> games for a decade, but I can't justify the full price tag for either of them. No. But I guess you don't have to pay a full price tag because it's twenty quid. You know, weirdly, I don't think I've ever paid full price for a, a Sonic game in the last eight years or so. I've always got them cut down, or like I got unleashed for like fifteen pounds soon after launch. <laughs> yeah, but that was because they were like much worse games, like two thousand six. Sonic 2 2006 was yeah. Didn't pay full price for that, did no, you? No, I didn't pay full price for that. Did you pay anything for that? Was I, that got, I think I got it for a tenner off eBay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh someone was like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I don't think I actually... Well, had to see how shitty it was, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. So are you playing this with a keyboard? No, I'm playing oh, That's another problem, isn't it? That oh, was you another problem. That, they fixed that in the fact as Oh, well. did they? Yeah, because certain You couldn't drift in, when you were using the keyboard controls yeah. for some reason. But they fixed that. But it's really fucking difficult to play with keyboard because there's just so many buttons you need to... 
they're all individual things that you'd theoretically have to be doing at the same time. You used to play Sonic 3 with the keyboard. Well, that's because you only had jump and left and right. <laughs> well, and down, I guess. That's pretty much all you need, though. Yeah, whereas, yeah, you need modern Sonic especially needs a few more buttons. Which could you, it, it wouldn't be so bad if you didn't have to be be able to push a lot of the buttons at once. Yeah. It's like, you need to be able to quick step left and right, but you also need to be able to boost and jump at the same time, which is four buttons, and you need to be able to steer. So you're already trying to push four buttons with one hand and four buttons with the other, and that's, then you, those, like the quick step buttons, you then have to not be pushing in a different section or whatever, because <laughs> you're doing something with another two buttons somewhere. So there's basically way too many buttons to manage on a keyboard, really. It works well on a pad. Yeah, of course. It does work well on a pad. Because then but... you've got like, your, your fingers are better laid out for pushing a whole shit ton of buttons at once. They're more like where you'd expect to push them, aren't they, based on the action. Well, yeah. Which is quite nice. But, yeah, it doesn't work so well. I can imagine... I haven't tried it on keyboard because I just plugged in my controller. No. But it's... Uh, I can imagine it would be a bit of a pain. Did you try it then on keyboard? Yeah, because I didn't have... I hadn't borrowed a controller from at that point when I first played it. And then when I... And then I was like, oh, the drifting mechanic literally doesn't work. And then I was like, well, I guess I just have to get that then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got a pad, and it's quite fair. So, yeah, get the PC version, would be our advice. And also the online features actually work pretty well on the PC version. Oh, well, they're still hacked. Well, obviously they're still hacked. Like, Every like, Sonic game ever that has an online scoreboard has hacks. <laughs> it's so stupid. You'd think they'd have got it right by now. Well, you'd think they'd automatically ban any time that's zero seconds. <laughs> that would at least get rid of those. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're going to have to be slightly smarter than that, hackers. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 one. Yeah, We've exactly. disabled the infinite speed hack. <laughs> yeah, zero seconds. I have like the seventeenth best time on Crisis City on modern Sonic because I'm awesome <laughs> at that one level. And I'm gonna have to put up some competitions soon. I think I was. I think I, if I could, if I could do the fucking Sky Sanctuary run that I know how to do, <laughs> I think that would be a pretty good time as well. I can't fucking hit this one jump, which is bloody impossible, and I die on it every time. And it's right near the end of the level. <laughs> it's like, God damn it! Can you hit that tiny little le- little ledge or like, or was it hook thing on Chemical Plant yet? Where you have like this? Oh yeah, I, I could get that seconds. on most of the time now. Yeah. It's really is. Although one time I did that and I it it did the beat for the homing and I pushed the button but it locked onto the rail. <laughs> I was like, fuck! <laughs> like, so close. Split second. And also I found how to get onto that rail at the end as well. Oh, uh, yeah. The high up rail. Mm. So that's kind of convenient. That gets a few bits of seconds. And the other time trial. Multiple routes. Yay. They're oh, back. Yeah, and done well. Pretty well. Mm. Although, actually, the thing about it is like. Basically, the the highest up route is always the fastest. So as soon as you start missing jumps and falling down, you know you've cocked up. <laughs> Which is kind of helpful in its own way to tell you where to go. Well, you sort of. I'm not sure I totally like that idea because you'd want perhaps some of the upper routes to be more uh, rewarding in terms of drops or something, you know, like, like rings or something. <laughs> Who cares about that shit? I know, but it's like... Does the game actually, actually, here's a question, because this was one of the things I liked about Sonic Colors but never actually did it. Yeah. Um, is the dire- the direct assault style mode, where... Um, oh, what, where you just run through the whole game without sorry? Yeah, classic mode, classic life limit, start to finish, one run. Yeah, I wish it had that, that would be nice. It doesn't have that, no. oh, that sucks. Because that, that would be, a, that, for me, that would be a more entertaining scoreboard. 
If like if it was also ranked on score, but then that's it's sort of more annoying as well because then because the, I'm already like restarting levels over and over trying to get a perfect run, and that's like two minutes. But if I had to do an entire like like twenty minutes of playing the whole game through in one go without cocking anything up, I'd probably be really annoyed. Oh, I think that'd be great. I, I think I'd love that because I used to. I remember a bit as a kid playing Sonic One on the Game Gear. And playing because that was only an hour long <laughs> yeah. to get through there. That's how long your batteries last. <laughs> well, that, that was half the battery power right there, um, and I never played it on batteries. No, fuck that shit. That's true. Plug it in. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's portable. It <laughs> yeah, portable gaming at its finest. <laughs> Plug it in. Um, but yeah, I used to sort of do runs on that with the intention of ending the game in a way that would. Get, get me a massive score and I went to the effort of writing down in the back of the manual my previous scores and things like that basically having my own like personal best table oh, cool. and it's like yeah I was proper hardcore back <laughs> in the Game Gear days but it's uh, no not one of the Sonics really since then has been quite captured that thing and I'd love to have that again it's like, like they don't perhaps care if about they just made, longer, yeah, perhaps it's if all they, about time perhaps if they just made like well maybe even a time run for the entire game would be alright but I'd quite like the option you know just the option to do it yeah it's not like it's a big change like perhaps even if you just limited generations like modern only run or classic only run yeah and do the whole do those nine classic stages in one go and get a score for it at the end based on how many lives you had and the time because dying should be penalised which is why I like the idea of score that's the and weird thing uh, about the time trials is like if you die the timer just keeps going and you carry on from the last checkpoint which in some cases you can be like I, I like miss the jump immediately after the checkpoint it's like well that's only going to add a second to my time I guess it's good enough <laughs> fuck it mainly because I try to put a time on every level because there's an achievement for that uh, so it's like close enough <laughs> fuck that it. are they steam achievements uh yeah They've, cool. they've gone to the effort of doing Steamworks really quite well. Also, nice. the the thirty second distance time trial, which is like how far through a level you can get in thirty seconds, that's properly friends listed. So, it like, you're you're it's like anyone anyone on your friends list who set a time that it like creates a end post in the level with their Steam icon on it. Oh wow! So you can see how far through they got, and then if you run past it, it's like. And then you're like, yes, I mean, Presumably it does that great. on PlayStation and Xbox as well. Well, but it's, but it's nice that they've actually gone to the effort for once to incorporate Steam into their games. It's really nice. So, you know, level up, Sega. We want to see some more of this. It makes some goddamn DLC. But not make good DLC. Make, like, three levels in one pack and make they, it, like, too quick. They have such a wealth of DLC they could make for this game. Yeah, like, every, they could remake every game. I bet they won't. No. I really... But they should. I mean, they already made that made the stupid Casino Night where it's basically Community just a pimple table. Yeah, <laughs> That's not a level. What are you doing? Is there any word of that actually being released on PC? Supposedly, that was meant to be a pre-order bonus. For, it wasn't it, it wasn't meant to be a DLC as much as a day one DLC, like yeah, right. for pre-ordering or something. Mm. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> so that's Sonic. Get it. Yeah, for cheaps. Oh, considering it'll probably be in a Christmas sale, so. it's in the same sale and it comes down to the, what thirteen quid or something. Yeah, I'll be like totally show your <laughs> show your support for Sega. Yeah. Also, the red rings I forgot to mention the, like the red Sega ring games. things in the level. Oh yeah, they're are back. way better than the, the, the way better than colours as ones because this one just get the you have a convenient method of getting a clue to where it is in each level, yeah. so you don't just have to blindly run for every level and try and work out where all the different routes are. You can be like. In this specific area, go this sort of vague facility. Well, you like... sort of knew in colours because they were ordered, weren't they, throughout the level? Well, yeah, so that you... that is still the case yeah. where you can tell where it's like I got the first one, so I must be. 
That's okay then. That means I must, the second one will be after this location. Yeah, exactly. So that wasn't very much of a clue. It was quite difficult to find some of them. Yeah, but it was. It was. I don't know. It was okay. But I got them all in generations. Yeah. So got the achievement for that as well. And there's only two more achievements. Two more achievements I still have to get. The Tidra one because I haven't quite finished that, and do the final boss without taking a hit, which is going to be annoying. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a pain! Because <laughs> that boss is quite long, and Super Sonic is a pain in the ass. As always. Yeah. There's an, an achievement for using Super Sonic in the normal levels because you unlock that as a skill. So you can, but it's really weird where it's like it drains your rings super fast now. <laughs> so it's just like it doesn't even last that long after you get your fifty rings or whatever to trigger it. But it's also like if it, well, I only did it in Modern Sonic, so I don't really know about the classic Sonic mode. But if you're boosting, you like actually fly off the ground, which means like sometimes you don't actually hit ramps and stuff because you just fly over them because you're floating so far above. <laughs> it's like this is really strange. <laughs> oh, that is weird. It kind of breaks up the flow of the level somewhat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. But yeah. like slow, make sure you slow down a bit. Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> it doesn't actually last very long though, so I guess you're okay. Yeah, maybe that was the intention. You're supposed to use it where it works. Yeah, best. for like just to get through one bit quick. And do like if you have super? Do time trial scores? Are they based on having no skills? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I was about to say because that would really fuck that up. Well, it, it fucks me up as well because I know it's like in some some like particularly at the start of Crisis City, there's a much quicker way to do it if you can use the blast off skill in the actual game. Mm. But since you don't get that in Die Trial, I had to work out a completely different way to do it mm. that was still reasonably fast, which is kind of annoying because it's like my time would be literally so literally several seconds better if I could use that blast off skill. <laughs> Shall I spend like five minutes talking about Mortal Kombat? Go on then. Maybe. Mortal Kombat! As, as we, you should shout whenever you mention Mortal Kombat. It's a fighting game. Mortal Kombat! That's more like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about that something like, that's not quite, it's not quite as retarded as yeah, it should be. I've got to scream it a little more in the distance. It would be more like, <laughs> don't fall over. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> yeah, that's about it. With some flames and, and a dragon head, you know. And a stupid tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we accurately represented that. What arch hits? Yeah, basically. Arch <laughs> 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 hit is the greatest sound of synthesizer history. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, it's a fighting game. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, pretty decent one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't see why Giant Bomb love it as much as they do. Because they liked Mortal Kombat too. Basically, it's, it's, it's no <laughs> yeah. Marvel versus Capcom. It is definitely <laughs> It is definitely faithful to Mortal Kombat in practically every way. Like it, fe- it does feel like the old Mortal Kombat games to play, but with a little bit more, uh, just a tiny, tiny bit more polished. Mm. Um, and I have to say, story modes in beat 'em ups that totally has to carry on. It's like it's cheesy as hell, but somehow it gives the fighting game a purpose, which is something that it like lacks. Yeah, it if seems you know what I mean. Cool, the way it transfers between the fights and the cutscenes, like yeah, smoothly. It, and uh, I'll be honest, Mortal Kombat does have the kitchen sink approach to beat 'em ups. They have, with, with the exception of throwing in mini games, which they don't in this one. So it's not like borrowing from Tekken Bowl or whatever. <laughs> all the <ridiculous>. okay. <laughs> yeah, all the stupid things, which is which is again a bit of a shame because Mortal Kombat, if anything, should be the one to do it. <laughs> It's, uh, but it does have a wealth of training options, a wealth of little uh, test your luck, test your strength style um, challenges, and then an enormous thing actually called the Challenge Tower, which is just a Soul Calibur almost style of do this, but you're only allowed to do it like this, or 
you can only hurt someone when they're standing in the spotlight kind of things. It's really inventive, and all fight games need it. And it's like, actually, Soul Calibur had it at one point, but yeah. then they took it out. It's like, yeah, in terms of content, it's great. I'm just not that overly keen on its actual core mechanics. They're no Soul Calibur. They're not Marvel vs. Capcom. That's a subjective thing, though, isn't it? But it's, yeah, but, it, but and it's quite we a lot... like fighting games, really. <laughs> I can't stand it at all. But... Well, it's, it's quite a lot more accessible than most fighting games, I'll give it that, because the combos aren't that long. And it, it actually has from a combo list and training. Yeah. It's rather than like Marvel vs. Capcom, where you're fucked. <laughs> it doesn't tell you anything other than, here's a really advanced tactic. Go. <laughs> it's not like... as intimidating as Street Fighter 4, though. No. Street Fighter 4 is, yeah, as I say, really, really... It's It almost follows the Street Fighter mantra of keep the move list simple, keep the abilities of each character relatively similar, um, but then have certain quirks that make them stand out. So it follows that routine, but then makes everything a little bit more accessible than Street Fighter's double wiggles. And the fucking squiggle moves that tear your thumb apart. I have got a blister on my thumb from over-wiggling on Mortal Kombat. Though. Yeah, I was starting but... to get a bit of a wear on my thumb from playing Generations because I'm not used to using Xbox controls so much. <laughs> get, sort of, I do find myself hurting my right arm somewhat from hitting buttons too hard when I'm playing beat-em-up, so I've got a bit of that. <laughs> Carpal tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, it's not bad. I'm not sure it's the best of the crop. I'd prefer to play Marvel vs. Capcom in fairness. <laughs> yeah, but that's just because it's insane. <laughs> that's the main reason we like, like that. It's not weird. because of any like skill. Well, it's weirdly, um... even given Mortal Kombat's gore level, which, on the fatalities, is pretty rancid at places. It's it's like... <laughs> it's a good word. Yeah. It's, it's, it's rancid. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's strange. Incredible. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? It's strangely not as appealing as seeing a giant serve bot with a hammer turn <laughs> or, or Phoenix Wright smack papers into someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they're putting Phoenix Wright into uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. They're making a live action film of Phoenix Wright. I know. Right? And it, it looks, looks amazing. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was going to be so good. Only in Japan. <laughs> Well, we'll have to see it with subtitles. Yeah, like, it's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Objection. <laughs> yeah, if they, as long as they get the objection and they it will, in giant will. red letters across yeah, the entire course. screen. Yeah, well, they do it. Hold in, it! Yeah, in, in Marvel vs. Capcom Ultimate, right? Yeah, they do. And it's great. Mm. So, yeah, Mortal Kombat. Not bad. Worth a look if you're a beat em up fan. I don't know. Not entirely for me. But the story thing, I, I can definitely roll. Because I said that Fight Night Champions story mode I thought was a good idea. Yeah. So it gave the boxing some point. I don't know, it just gives something to, to actually tie the whole world. Because Beatmuch tries so hard to have a world. It's some reason. Mortal Kombat always yeah. had a story. Even yeah. if it was a retarded story. And yeah. in the, obviously in the early games it wasn't really fleshed out very much. Well, you know, if, 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 whatever. This is a retelling, isn't it? Yeah. The first few and games. Also, even if we go back to Street Fighter or Tekken or even Soul Calibur and dare I say it Dead or Alive they all try to have some amount of story and all fail miserably well, Soul Calibur was okay like, for a story it was like they, everyone was going for the solid or whatever well yeah that was, that's basically the story everyone goes for it everyone basically has a bit of a problem when they get there <laughs> that is the story yeah <laughs> um, but it's it, I, I could, yeah I know I like it it's like the story mode is kind of kind of neat and it gives you a nice introduction to every character it's it like forces Smash you, has <laughs> it forces you to do about four or five <laughs> Like, like, yeah, even the Smash Brothers story. Yeah, that works for me. Well, the, depends which Smash Brothers, because Brawl was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It wasn't as cool as the adventure mode from uh, 
Broadway made less sense of why people were randomly teaming up. It's like, yeah, yeah. Fox just happens across Diddy Kong for no apparent reason. It's just like, <laughs> hi, let's have a fight. <laughs> and Snake finds Samus and Pikachu, who have teamed up for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so unlikely. Two minutes. Two minutes. Oh, the crypt. I have to tell you about the crypt. I didn't show you that earlier. When mm-hmm. you unlock, when you win a fight in in like the game mode, you earn money, like coins, and then okay. you spend them in the yeah coins. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I haven't looked at. It. They just have the little dragon symbol. Yeah. But then you spend them in the crypt, which is basically this walkable area. But when you like unlock something happens at the thing you unlock. So like even lightning will destroy a, the the grave, and some hands will lift out the item. <laughs> or there's a load of torture devices, and you pay money to kill the dude in the torture device, and he gives you something. <laughs> or something gets fed, force fed into someone's mouth till his stomach explodes, and the thing is in there. It's it's all very lovely. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> it's family friendly fun. It's very like as well. <laughs> but they, they've even gone mental. I just love the fact that they've gone mental with the un. Lock system, but it's a bit of a crapshoot because everything's worth a random amount of money, and you pay the money, and then you might not get what you want. So <laughs> you might get some new shit. Yeah, you can't always get what you want. I got all the unlockables in such generations as well. Speak of that, Woo. all the art and, and music. Yeah, yeah, I wish you could unlock just the actual music of the game in oh, the man. jukebox. Yeah, that's a shame because you just get all the all the, re- all the random other music, yeah. and which are sometimes remixes and sometimes not remixes and sometimes just like. Maybe this was how it was meant to sound originally before it had to get crunched down to 16-bit or 8-bit or whatever. <laughs> Wrap it up. So, yeah. Weird. Weird. Take us to the bridge, Weirdly really awesome. Weird. So, thanks for joining us on the Sidecast. Uh, Take us to the bridge. Thanks to cover today. Uh, next time, what are we going to have? Uh, more battle. Maybe a patch. <laughs> yeah, Batman from me, possibly. With Batman. my new PC. More Assassin's Creed, possibly, from Rob. Yeah. Oh. We shall see. <laughs> yes. We've uh, got one week where we haven't talked about it. Thank God. That's true. We didn't, we didn't mention it. So success. And then I'll get revelations and we'll be fucked for like, for like, for two months. Yeah, we'll have to get, okay. we'll have to get guest Matt in for that as well. <laughs> Indeed. So join us for that. But, uh, thanks for joining us. Big today. old ass off. <laughs> Goodbye from me. Goodbye <laughs> from seconds. you. Goodbye from us. Bye. <laughs> It's a fighting game.